0: Welcome back to Arkin and Black, guys. It has been what? How long has it been since the last time we recorded?
1: Actually, a week, actually. Okay, that's not too bad. It's only been a week. It's only been a week. That's not too bad. We we do got a good episode coming for you guys uh, with Richard Arkin, DJ Richard Arkin, fitness expert Richard Arkin, and friend to the room Richard Arkin. So we got that. And sneaker sourced Richard Arkin. So we got that coming uh with some surprises at the end of that but you guys are gonna get that before you get this anyways but actually maybe not maybe look at us not being actually. trying
0: to be consistent
1: maybe not you might get this first actually you never know jeez i feel like there's so much stuff to talk about um obviously that megan markle we'll wait to the end but yes the Meghan markle the Meghan markle um
0: i feel like you mean to say the Oprah interview seen around the world starring Uh, Meghan Markle and Prince Harry
1: you know what okay and I wanted to have this discussion with with uh, one of my boys but let's have it here I just I didn't really see it as the Oprah interview I just saw it as the Meghan Markle interview I didn't even see it as the Harry interview and it's weird because out of all three of them Meghan Markle is the least important and the least famous now let me state my points before the Crowd comes and you know hates my guts for that, but, but let me just state it: Harry is the king. Harry's been—he's
0: not a sorry, king. Sorry, He's sorry a the prince. prince, the prince. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm
1: sorry. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> Harry is the prince. Sorry, Harry's the prince. But Harry's been, Harry's been—we've known Harry for my whole entire life, at least. And Harry's a bit older than me by probably like I don't know eight, nine, ten years. But we've known Harry. Prince my Harry's whole thirty-six. Life. Okay, still older than me by five, six years. We've known—I've known Harry my entire life. I've known of Harry my entire life. We've known of his mother my entire life. And then when she passed. So he's been famous entire life. Oprah, I've Oprah's show came out the year before I was born. So Oprah's been famous my entire life. Meghan Markle, least famous, least important. That's what I was trying to get at. But um, I feel like you have to explain things now. Like, I feel like in today's society, it's like, it's so annoying, but it's like, you have to say things and then you have to go back and explain what you meant to, like... Yeah, not people only won't understand not, your context. But it's the whole thing. Like, you're not only doing this to, like, people in general. Not only doing it to, like, on media platforms like this. But you do it to people in conversations now. Like, you're just like, okay, hold on, hold on. What I meant, it's like, you have... Because it's like... Back in the day, it was like... Only, like, minorities, I guess, had a double consciousness. Now, like, mm-hmm. everybody has it. But now it's like an overdrive where you're like, okay, let me... Let me explain this so the person doesn't think it's homophobic. Let me explain this so they don't yeah, think it's Yeah, you feel like you have to go constant clarification it's people it's can't like,
0: it, it's always like, understand what you mean because they take it the wrong way.
1: Yeah, like, let me explain this so I'm not mansplaining. Let me explain this so no one doesn't think that. So I feel like it's so tiring, but it's like your brain's in overdrive now, even in like regular basic conversations where you're getting into arguments with people based off what they perceive that you said even though it may not even be what you said. Like you can have a conversation with somebody and you, you, you could literally be like, you could literally be like, you know what, um, you know what? The sky is blue. And obviously it's an exaggeration, but you're just like, <laughs> the sky is blue. And back in the day, that would have just been a factual thing. Now someone's like, so are you saying it's blue because of precipitation? Are you saying it's blue because our ozone layer is failing? Are you, it's like, bro, I just, I just, it's like that. You're so you're trying to say that people pop-
0: jump to an extreme
1: i think i think similar to religion people listen to what you say and then they make up their own like reasoning for it and they're like okay this is what he meant or this is what she meant it's like no they told you what they meant just take it for face value and move on with it stop trying to find like these theories and what they meant i think about it. how many times does celebrity say something on social media and everybody has a different take on what the celebrity may have meant by what they just said in that two sentences but it's yeah. just like we heard the two sentences why don't we just take it for what it is why are we trying to find background meaning to this shit? you know what i'm trying to say that's what i mean and it it, it gets annoying bro but so that's why i said oprah because i was like okay let me not let me make sure i put this in a category here but yeah um i don't know it's weird like I feel like when Oprah was at her height, which was like the Oprah Winfrey show and she was at the top of the world and like basically right until she left it all to Ellen, basically in terms of daytime shows and she went to create her own station, which is huger, right? But I feel like obviously Oprah's empire and Oprah's image has gone bigger, but I don't know. I don't really view Oprah anymore as like the interviewing celebrity.
0: I do because she doesn't like, mean. Am- when- I watched the interview. She has amazing interview skills.
1: No, no, no. I'm not saying just she doesn't. What, I'm just, no, no, no. I, I no, no Oprah, is oh, her, Oprah's one of the greatest to do are, it.
0: Yeah, no, which no, is
1: no, amazing. No, mind you, mind you. I'm not saying she doesn't. Oprah is one of the greatest to ever do it. The greatest. Top five. What I'm saying is I no longer see Oprah as the interviewer. Like okay. When Oprah comes on and does an interview, it's like a special thing now. So I sit there and I'm like, okay... But it's not like back in the day where like, you know, someone was coming on Oprah. Like Oprah used to be the red table talk back in the day. Oprah used to be where celebrities came on during the day and talked about whatever. Tom Cruise jumped on the chair for Katie Holmes. That was all Oprah. Right. So I'm just saying like, it's not I don't look at Oprah.
0: See, I see it the opposite way. I see it as something that's that special that people are willing to the only person that they will let interview them is Oprah. Because they trust her for what she is going to do. And even if it's like a no holds bar interview as this one was, where she, pardon me?
1: Monique doesn't trust her for what she's going to do with the interview.
0: Okay, but that's not what my sentence is about. Um, I'm saying that I actually think that she, that people go to her to be interviewed by Oprah because they believe that she is going to not only portray them in a certain light, but she is going to ask questions that are not only well-rounded, but she's also not going to be accusatory in her interviews. I think that's why I see her that way of the sense of like... She's not just gonna make up stuff. Like she's known for actually like having a conversation. It's not like she just pulls things out of thin air.
1: Well, okay, yeah. She doesn't make up stuff. That's what though, I'm I trying to say. Reason... That's like I might view
0: it differently. I think that being interviewed by her is still highly coveted, <laughs> this is what I'm trying to say. I think the
1: reason why Oprah's interviews were loved is because Oprah would ask the questions that other people wouldn't ask. So, yeah. like, it was, it was Oprah, it was Barbara Walters, like, it was Larry King, that was their thing. They would ask the questions that the regular media would be too afraid to ask because the celebrity would just say, I'm not coming back on your low-budget station. But because, you know, Barbara Walters had 2020, Larry King had Larry King Live, and Oprah had Oprah, you have to come. So they were able to ask... They were basically the Charlemagne before the Charlemagne. So that's kind of okay. why, like, Oprah... I'm not saying Oprah was vicious the way Charlemagne was, but she would ask questions that most people would never ask no what I'm agreeing with you temper around with I'm gonna get offended right it's, it's like when people say that like we will have the Drake and um Jay-Z conversation because Drake just dropped his shit but it's like when people are like is Drake not necessarily better than Jay-Z but does he have a more consistent and better body of work and I feel like it's hard for people to admit that because we put Jay-Z here the same way we put mm-hmm. Oprah here. Mm-hmm. So to even say anything negative that's not necessarily that negative, but yeah. just to say it, people are like, no, no. It's it's very similar to um Coming to America too. So we both saw Coming to America too.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I, I I enjoyed it because I found it made me feel good. Yeah two boys, I thought it actually, it made me feel good. Like, it, it made me feel good to see Arsenio and Eddie and just everybody back again. It just, it made me feel good. Especially because we've lost so many stars. It just made me feel good to have that. Do I think it was a great movie? No. I thought it was kind of like a parody of the last one. Um, I thought that they should have kept the daughter storyline the whole way through. I didn't get the point of the son. From what I heard, um, Aaron Kugler and um, my boy that made Boondocks, Um, they basically kind of took that idea and ran with it but kind of messed it up, but it's fine. But I don't think it was that great. But then I also have to look at it and I'm like, Eddie hasn't made a good movie since like right after the Dr. Doolittle days. It was kind of going down, right? And it's just like, Eddie's not young anymore, right? He probably doesn't want to cuss and go on the way he used to in his movies, right? He probably feels like there's no point in that. So he's not going to make the same shit he used to. But Eddie did always have good stories. Dolomite, which came out like two years ago, was really good. But yeah, Eddie it was. always had good stories. I just felt that the storyline in this wasn't good, and then obviously the comedy was. It was. It was like parody comedy. Like it was a lot of.
0: I think that was kind of the things point. You had to, yeah. I think that was kind of the point, because they make reference at one point for anyone who hasn't seen the movie. Sorry, but they make a reference at one point where the son is talking to the royal groomer.
1: No, no, no. I'm agreeing. It was the. point. They did that you on purpose. It,
0: like that was the I'm, point. I actually think that yeah. this movie was purely made for nostalgia purposes. And just to have a good time, it didn't need to have anything strong. It just needed to be kind of funny and entertaining. And I think Mind you, it. mind
1: you, mind you, mind you. Again, again, again. I'm not shitting on the movie, because I don't want I'm no not, one, because that's a what every- No, I'm shitting the movie. All I'm saying is that, like, I actually was defending it to in a WhatsApp group to a bunch of other people for the past two weeks. Um, but I can't sit here and blissfully act like just because it brought me enjoyment and I liked it because I saw the old one and I liked the nostalgia that it was a good movie. Like that's ignorant. Yeah. So I have to address the fact that even though I enjoyed it and I don't have as much complaints about it, I still don't think it was like, I I, I, I think it was a storyline for me. It wasn't so much the, the the corny jokes and all of that. Cause the jokes back in the day were not corny, they actually hit, right? And I find that it's upgrading the jokes They kind of use the same joke because we said they parried it. Uh, but I just find the storyline didn't hit for me i thought that eddie could have came with like a better storyline kept the same corny jokes and i feel like i feel like i could see a lot of those people who really hated it would have been like okay but i do feel like a lot of people are afraid to say anything about it like celebrity wise because it's eddie like you watch these tv shows during the day now that we're all home and stuff and everybody is like yeah it was a great movie it was a great movie and i'm like it's bullshit, bro everybody is a great movie like but it's like it, Eddie has that respect that Oprah and uh for instance like like Oprah and like a Jay-Z has where it's like you just you you want to leave it alone like you don't want to say anything yeah right? so it's like so I I understand I I, I could see that I could see that <laughs> but yeah I I, it
0: was um,
1: funny and um, I liked the costuming so uh, I like I like the costuming I like the costuming I, I uh, you know what I, to be honest, I'm I'm trying not to say anything negative about it. So because I have the same respect for Eddie just as a person. So I'm trying not to say anything about it. I am waiting to see what he does with that $200 million that Netflix paid him to do a stand-up. Because Eddie hasn't done stand-up in years. So that is what that I feel like is going to be more impactful. I, I actually, I kind of feel bad for Eddie. Only because I feel like the jokes that Eddie did and the way that yeah. he did it back then was very much set for that time. And I loved it because I, I, I was a kid in that time, but I watched it older and I loved it. But I feel like this generation...
0: They won't accept that.
1: Yeah, even even the people who grew up in that generation who are now today yeah. won't accept that either, right? I, I feel like comedy today... And nothing wrong about it, but if it's not overly political or if it's not this and that, it's not going to hit. So yeah. I, I'm going to wait to see what Eddie does. I feel like the only way it will hit, especially coming off of Delirious and the classics he has, like he's going to have to go overboard. He's going to have to be Dave Chappelle 2.0. And that's the only way that people are going to be like, this was worth it. If he does regular yeah. Eddie, it's not going to hit. And I feel bad because I feel like he's playing catch up with himself, right? So
0: Which can be very but, hard. <laughs> yeah. So... I have, so I have a thing of okay so now I want to talk about the Grammys for a second only because I just remembered this musical yeah, well. artist so mm. the weekend is like furious with the Grammys because he was not nominated mm. for like anything for after hours and he's really really upset that he actually like turned down the invite from the Grammys I saw that he said like, his team appear. wasn't gonna
1: send uh, the music anymore
0: yeah he's like so, no he's like I'm not doing it What do you think about that? Like, I actually saw that. I was like, and here's the thing online, he's like being applauded for just like being completely that album being completely overlooked and people saying that they just nominated people just because it's like how the it's like how everyone I can't even speak everyone I mean uh, reacted when the Golden Globes nominations came up and Emily in Paris got nominated instead of Michaela Cole's I May Destroy You.
1: Okay.
0: They nominated- I, 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 didn't, par- I,
1: didn't, I didn't see the other movies, so I Oh, no, I
0: was gonna tell you. So, Emily in Paris is a TV show, just to give a brief synopsis, synopsis. I didn't see the other TV Emily in Paris is a Netflix original TV show about an American girl who moves to Paris, and it pretty much is a parody. Okay. Of, like, kind of, like, slapstick kind of thing, where it's kind of, like, okay. quirky. Okay, Yeah. But then people were saying- Caribbean "How your enthusiasm did-
1: and shit like yeah, that. Yeah,
0: and this show doesn't have anything groundbreaking. It's not that interesting. Overall, I watched it. Overall- if you want to put something on TV that you don't have to pay attention to, you can watch that. Okay. Okay. But like people were like talking about the show about, with Anna
1: Kendrick a little bit, kind of like that.
0: Oh, Love Life?
1: Yeah, it's kind of like that.
0: Love Life? No, Love Life was Love Life was better okay, than okay, Emily okay.
1: Paris. Okay. but I I I have an idea what it is like. Okay, I got you.
0: But um People were very, very surprised because there were so many snubs to shows that actually had not only solid writing, but solid directing, solid acting, and amazing storylines. So that's when everyone was like, okay, now it's the Grammys, and The Weeknd gets completely overlooked for After Hours, even though he's actually gained a lot of acclaim for this album, everything that he did for it, all that stuff about like the musicality and the stories inside of the songs. And now he's like, no, I'm not sending the music. I'm not coming. I'm just not doing it. I was actually surprised, I- but...
1: I have, I, have, I, have, I have a split opinion on this, so I'll give okay. both sides. On okay. one hand, um, I do like The Weeknd. Um, yeah, I, I like The Weeknd as an artist. I think, I think the same way how, how Drake has innovated hip-hop and now everyone just sounds like a clone copy is the same way I feel like how The Weeknd... I don't want to say innovated R&B, that'd be a stretch, but I feel like mm-hmm. The Weeknd has brought something to R&B that you have to acknowledge. The Weeknd brought a sound to R&B, everybody kind of does now you can look at the weekend and the sound that he brought way back in and you can look at Bryson Tiller you can look at her you can look like a lot of that like depressing Mm R&B like I'm talking about how my girl left me I'm talking about how I'm doing drugs and I'm trying to capture the emotion of being in depression or being on drugs or being frantic or be like capturing that emotion that that's the weekend that's the weekend mm-hmm. and then obviously the weekend is really known because of his voice is similar to michael jackson and it's just it's a whole package right so i think the weekend is very successful i think the weekend is great i think the weekend doesn't need the grammys i think the weekend has millions of dollars i think he has the best sponsorships around he i does. think the weekend has been on the greatest stages I think The Weeknd will be remembered in the books, whether you like him or not. The Weeknd is an individual. He doesn't sound like nobody else. The only person that sounds like him is dead. The Weeknd is an individual. He stands on his own. He, he goes out of the box of regular R&B. He goes into house music. He actually started off in that kind of R&B house box. Like He kind of put those two, those two genres together. So I think The Weeknd mm-hmm. is huge. I think I think he speaks for himself. I think he doesn't need the Grammys, and I think a lot of people don't need the Grammys. I'm not shocked at what the Grammys does. The Grammys always gets it wrong. The Grammys is all, is always culturally clueless. Does this all That's the time? True. They, do That's this. True. they did That's this. True. They, they did this with Kendrick. They did this with Kanye when he first came out. They they did like there's people where you're shocked they never had a Grammy. Like I'm sitting there, and I'm like when you hear some artists that don't have Grammys, you're like how the hell? Yeah, people love them, classic. right? So it's like. The Grammys always gets it wrong, and then the, ro- the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame always corrects it at the end. That's kind of how it works, right? So it's like, <laughs> they are always culturally clueless. I wouldn't be shocked. I don't know what the Grammys does. I don't know if they go to the Top 100 Billboard to pick those artists. I don't know if they just listen to like their nieces and nephew and who they like. I have no idea. That's actually true. That.
0: I don't know how, how people are selected no for the I've never it. actually looked into but it. I don't know.
1: I do know there's a Grammy committee, and you have to submit and blah, blah, blah. But it's just... Yeah, but what's the process? I just... Okay, you, you know what it kind of is, and mind you, I if you're asking me a question, yes, I agree with the weekend doing is fine. If the weekend doesn't want to submit his music, fine. I think a lot of people shouldn't submit the music. I think sometimes it can come off as like you guys are making millions of dollars. This is just some award show that tells you that you're great. But there's also repercussions to that award show because of the way we hold it in high regard. So I can mm-hmm. understand why The weekend has that mentality. But mm-hmm. I feel like I want to get to a point where these things have no more cachet. Like, remember when me and you were younger, and the Grammys and the Oscars and the Emmys, they really had cachet. Like, yeah. this generation, they don't even yeah. have cachet with it before. You used to be excited like, to watch these It was like, shows. yo, yo, Super Bowl, the only thing that people used to watch the way they would watch Super Bowl. The NBA Finals wasn't even this hot. It was Super Bowl, it was the Olympics, Yeah, and this is and then it was like the Grammys, the Oscars. You might get the Emmys in there, depending on who you were, but the Grammys and the Oscars and sometimes the, the billboard awards, like the MTV, yeah. Awards. but the Grammys and Oscars, definitely. People yeah. used to tune in. You would come back the next day in school. Everyone's talking about how the favorite artist won. I don't think that this generation I'm saying, like, I don't think that people below the age of 30 really even care about the Grammys the way that we did when we were younger. I think it's mostly people above the age of 30 that care about the Grammys. I think the, the Grammys numbers have gone down, and like, mind you, it's a good thing. I'm just hoping that eventually they have no more cultural cachet, and it's just like, we just let the numbers speak. And we okay, stop I'm doing like... Cause, nice. Yeah, because the Grammys <laughs> reminds me of like how Forbes lists like the the millionaires every year. And it's like... Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: I mean. yeah, yeah. I think, <laughs> to, me, to me, honestly, now, award shows are just um, red carpets to show who's wearing what, and who's been given jewelry and like, all that remember, nonsense re- because- Remember
1: back de- in the day when you would look forward to a performance and then you would yeah. get it and it would actually yeah. be amazing. Yeah, now it's, just it's not like-, like
0: that now. Now you watch the red carpet at 7 p.m. and then you turn, change the channel if you wanna see what they're wearing because because like, it's no longer what it used to because now the red carpet has actually become more important than who's nominated and who's performing. So that's the thing and it's kind of sad. I think the most, I was gonna say uh, the most iconic red carpet obviously is the one dress that this one particular celebrity just won't let die.
1: Oh, the JLo dress. Yeah, she, okay,
0: that. right? The dress that. was iconic, don't get me wrong. The dress was iconic and see-through and all those things. But this one won't let this dress die. Like I think it was, you, might, you may not know this, but um, I think it was last, during the fashion season, JLo like walked in the Versace show in another version of her dress. Like it's been I, over a I dressed decade. from like
1: two thousand or something. Thank you. Was, yeah, I remember like I was she, in grade school when I. This woman,
0: this woman, because it was the dress, woman. and then it was
1: yes. like four years later, with Janet Jackson's titty. Yeah, that's how kind of how that but went, like,
0: went. Yeah, and J Lo is forever reliving this. Like, yo, she she tried to c- create um on the anniversary of her first album. She tried to do like a, she tried, you know how like Sierra started the level up challenge and everybody was trying to like literally level up yeah. how they did the challenge and it was fun. And yeah. then that other one with the Kiki song, not Kiki, it's not called Kiki. <laughs> you the, know, it's yeah, like the, the Drake,
1: top,
0: the Drake
1: right. song, the Kiki Drake song.
0: Right. You remember how that challenge and people were doing it, people were doing like yeah. nonsense and it was entertaining. Then yeah. you had Sierra with level up. JLo actually yeah. tried to do the same thing. And I think it was called the like, don't love, don't cost a thing challenge. Yeah. Like nobody did it.
1: Okay, see, this, this is this is the problem. <laughs> see, now now you're going to make me bash J-Lo, and I know where you're no, going with it.
0: No, so. no, 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 no. hold on, hold on. I just want to say, say one thing. I just thought it was funny. I just want to say one thing. I just want to say one thing. This is the
1: thing about, thing about shit like this, right?
0: J-Lo's not a singer. She's and an you, know, you, know,
1: you know what? I'm, I'm going to tell this with a story. It makes better sense. When I was in high school, okay. there was this guy. He was, uh, whatever. He's not going to hear this anyway, so fine. Um, there was this nigga when I was in high school. He was mm-hmm. great. He was like one grade younger than me, I think. My my, my my boy Daniel remembers this and I remember so he he wanted people to call him Sniff, okay? So he went around the high what school What is he weddings, Snoopy? Oh, no, bro we used to make jokes like, be like, do you sniff this? Do you sniff that? But he used to write around the high school sniff on the bricks on all the walls outside the school. So you would be on a regular day and you would see sniff. No, he was way younger than me because I was in grade twelve. I think it was like in grade ten or something. He's like a nickname sniff, given to you? you can't
0: just like say what nickname you want.
1: Well, hold on, this. Is, I'm listening. I'm, I'm just get, saying. No, 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 no. I'm just I'm, saying. I'm, I'm, I'm saying the same thing. I don't thing have a saying. nickname.
0: My name. I'm, I'm just saying just the brief. same thing
1: you're saying. So, so eventually nobody called him Sniff. everybody just made fun of the shit now he's a he's a successful local rapper and i'm not gonna get into it all but what i'm saying is yeah a nickname gotta be given to you like and it's the same thing with this right when it comes to these challenges like you said okay i didn't know sierra created her own challenge level i thought no no no, else no she
0: did didn't that. i said she started the trend because of the song the okay, song well, well, okay, okay, evolved well then, into that challenge.
1: Okay, so what I'm saying is this, when it comes to these challenges, they have to be organic, man. When you force yeah. the shit, it doesn't work. Like for instance, Drake Drake tried to do that and it did work with, with that, um the the uh, the the um the Tootsie, Tootsie one. Slide? The Tootsie one, you can tell Drake did that for TikTok, but it worked, but yeah, it worked. No, he, and he probably it. did it because of how, <laughs> he probably did it because of how well the Kiki one jumped off, right? Because Kiki was obviously a diss to Kanye about how I fucked her wife or whatever. So everybody was dancing to it outside the car, but it's like, it's gotta be natural, man. So like J-Lo, like you're doing too much, bro. You're doing, and the only thing has- is you don't have to do that. You don't have to do that. Like J-Lo, you can sit there and eventually some kid who just found out that you were on In Living Color and wants to have nostalgia is gonna do the J-Lo booty challenge or the J-Lo, let it happen organically. Like it's the same thing with Kid Cudi. Um, every single person is taking that Kid Cudi song uh day and night and they're yes. using like a verse from it and yeah. kid cuddy got mad and put out a status about oh i don't like the fact that you guys cut out my lyrics i'm like bro it's not about you like stop it's not about shouldn't you he, and your but lyrics. shouldn't he
0: be more flattered he that he'd be happy we'll be, it was but ego. i would be flattered if people are still using a song from how long ego. ago or bringing it it's up ego. and being like hey that'd be it's cool ego. it's ego
1: it's ego so like the, the, the one person i respect for this is um Cardinello Fischel, his song with Akon is now trending on TikTok as well, Dangerous. Now, everybody yeah. knows it for Akon, but he has, he has two verses on it, right? So what he did is he made a joke, a parody of himself. Well, he's sitting there and he's, he's trying to rap and he's like, you guys aren't hearing this. And then he has the little Jamaican version of himself being like, Yo, sit, sit yourself down. And it's good that he did that. You know what I mean? Because it shows the humor in it. But these other celebrities, it's just ego, bro. Like, stop. Like, look, let let the culture naturally appreciate you. Let it happen organically. It's the same thing when, like, I didn't know this. They have a Nia Long appreciation day on Twitter. I've always appreciated Nia Long. But Nia Long didn't come out. (laughs) I did. But Nia Long (laughs) didn't come out and say, like, yo, I'm going to make my own appreciation day. Everybody would have laughed at her. But they have it because people just, it naturally happened. Let it naturally happen. Let it, it, she's doing too much. Like I understand that dress and that dress needs to live in that era, okay? Because yes. I'm, not, I'm not saying JLo I'm don't sure look good still. Now. I'm not saying JLo still can't rock the dress. I'm not saying JLo don't got the body, we know <laughs> she do. But when JLo did that and my 12 year old eyes saw that for the first time, it was great. If JLo does it now, I'm not, not gonna the, it feel it. It doesn't hit the same. It's not the same, let it go. But- it's the same, same thing with Lil' Kim on the cover with her legs out don't 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 oh, do yeah it again. and nobody else copy out let, let, let it let it die let, let that whole let that whole image die but don't you can't it.
0: let the whole image die because the one the one thing that i the one thing that i've noticed about JLo is that she really really tries to stay relevant because like her albums don't sell the way that they used to she actually um, to be honest with you she's more famous for getting married and divorced
1: j-lo was never really <laughs> like mind you there's some j-lo songs that i like love don't cost a i'm real with javro but i never looked at j-lo as like a singer
0: no, I'm but she's not like, though. You know, she's, JLo's on a singer. Well, actually, she in, she's a dancer. She can entertain. She can dance across any stage, and I'd probably yeah, stare. When, I'd be when, like, when, Damn. It, when it comes
1: to dancing, JLo's nice. When it comes <laughs> yeah. to singing and acting, it's like she's okay, but she's good enough that she's entertaining. But I actually she's not prefer winning her Oscars,
0: acting than but she's singing. Not
1: winning, yeah, I, uh,
0: she's she definitely better really...
1: than Beyonce when it comes to the acting. She definitely. Yeah, better but
0: like, Beyonce, she, like, she like, like for me, JLo is entertaining. But like I said, she's more famous for getting married and divorced. So. Yeah.
1: But that's isn't that what just? And she now? just break
0: up yeah. with someone. Well, you told me this. I didn't know.
1: Yes, yes. She got who, it? It? who was what? it? What
0: was his name again? Oh my god! <laughs> I like how neither of us know. Wait, so, is it Alex Rodriguez? Is that his name?
1: Bro, I don't even want to like say the man's. It's I not, already said I a name. I don't, you... I don't care about baseball, so hold on. I mean,
0: so I'm right. It's care. Alex Rodriguez. It's A-Rod. Is it
1: Alex Rodriguez? Is it A-Rod? It Has okay. to be him. Right now, I don't give a shit about baseball. But let me double check because I don't want people. Hold on. This is
0: terrible. None of us know you his name.
1: Up? You looking it I'm up? looking it
0: up right now because I'm embarrassed I don't know his name I'm right Alex Rodriguez I was right okay, I guessed right so okay, even though I you know go. nothing about this
1: uh to be honest
0: hold on, on hold on hold on hold on before you say anything I'm sorry no go, ahead, go ahead. Alex, blah, 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 blah. Alex Rodriguez says I'm not single after he and Jennifer Lopez confirmed they're working through issues so apparently they're not broken up and this article was written 22 hours ago
1: but everybody said they're okay. So, so, there, so, there, are you sure? Is the article is that which article is real?
0: Uh, this is on people as well as something written in page six. Um, there's also something written in us. So Jennifer Lopez addresses Al- Alex Rodriguez split rumors after confirming that they are still together. Okay. So, no, they said they're still together okay. and saying that you're dumb. Okay,
1: okay, well, then they're still together. So, what apparently, she arguing. and
0: Alex, okay, I'm just hold that. I just want to give some context. Apparently, Jlo and Al- a- Alex Rodriguez they share a TikTok a TikTok video on Sunday, March fourteenth, which is today. <laughs> that they're yeah they're still together. The clips is saying Rodriguez says you're dumb, and then he says he's not single at all, and he said this yesterday. So like this, it's not true.
1: <laughs> so this is just people bored in COVID trying to look for the clip. But okay, okay. Because <laughs>
0: this is funny. I I'm so glad of people, we cleared that A lot of people
1: are online. A lot of people online talking about, yo, they were doing the comparison between J-Lo and Halle Berry because people always, I guess I get the comparison because like it's two extremely beautiful women that people adore in society, but yet it doesn't matter what happens. Both of them can like never, I guess people say, keep a man, that's the thing. Because Halle Berry started off with, what's his face? Um, what was the black guy? I know she dated Eddie and there was a few people. And then she dated the one guy that says he was, a, he was an R&B singer, said he was a Eric sexaholic. Benet. Eric Benet. Said he was a sexaholic. Yeah. And then after that, after that, Halle Berry, I think she made a comment. She said she doesn't date black guys anymore. And then it was, it's been white guys ever since. She was with the Canadian
0: Montreal guy that she has the daughter with. He was a model.
1: Yeah.
0: Then they broke up and then she married Olivier, Olivier Martinez, who is an actor, but apparently he has severe anger issues. And they have a son together and they're now divorced.
1: Okay. And and J.Lo virtually the same thing with her mans as well. Like, okay, I, I live by this rule. I always live by this rule. And some people don't like it, but I live by this rule where I just say, yo, if one person calls you a dumbass, two people, fuck them. But if 20 people are saying this, you got to start to look at yourself. And I know somebody on J.Lo's level is not going to deep down and look at themselves because you got got yesmen around you all day long. Nor am I accusing J.Lo of any of this shit, right? But... I look at it, like when I look at Halle Berry and J.Lo, I get it, but I'm just like, bro, these people, like, ob- okay, if if you have if you have all these men leaving on either side, then obviously it's you, right? But I don't think J.Lo and Halle are ever going to look at themselves and say, maybe it's me, maybe I should fix this or that. So it is what it is, man. But listen, there it's will true. always be, there will always be a lineup of guys that will be ready to deal with J.Lo and Halle, no matter what mental state they currently have. So yeah. JLo and Holly have really no need to like self, you know what I mean? No need to self-reflect. They reflect
0: have no reason to self-reflect. Yeah,
1: self always going to be a lineup of bro. Like it's, it's the same thing when you see these celebrities and like and like they'll beat women and treat women like shit and the woman will complain. Yeah. And everyone's like, how could they? Like look at Chris Brown. But then there'll be a lineup of people. Like people like that, they're, they're never going to self-reflect because there's always someone there waiting to be next. Right? So it is That's what it true. is. And someone and someone and someone's going to deal with it. Someone's going to deal with it no matter what, right? So. But I don't know, man. I I was gonna make some JLo and Drake comparisons, but now it's done. So fuck it shit.
0: Because especially the two of them coming out and being like, What is going on? I'm like, no, like we're having issues, yeah. but every couple does. So it's like whatever. I but you know it. how you and I always constantly discuss cancel culture because cancel culture is so big. Yeah. They wanna cancel a pay- you were telling me that they wanna cancel one of our like cartoons that we watch as kids, Pepe Lippyu. Okay. Skunk who literally is no, I'm- well, this okay. Stupid. First off, completely when you stupid. it is, but when you view the behavior of the skunk, you realize no, that the behavior no, is like no, no, stupid. No, it's, it's it's still no. I stupid. said it's stupid because it's a cartoon. I don't but, even understand. Okay. But I don't. Okay, I'm gonna ask you. Why do they want to cancel Pepe Le Pew? Can you explain this? Because I saw some memes okay. with like okay. actual okay. people, and then the cartoon Pepe, this, and I couldn't make the correlation because I didn't get it. Like, I this actually don't is understand.
1: why this is why people hate millennials. It's shit like this, bro. Let me, let me explain something. So they want to cancel Pepe Le Pew because Pepe Le Pew harasses the other cartoon character as she pushes him off throughout the episode. Right. I love when people had the meme with, uh, Monique in the (laughs) parker. Yeah. cancel Monique. But what I'm trying to say is that like, okay, I get that, but and for my people who grew up in the 80s and early 90s, I know you're ready for me to say this. So I will say it because I know we all think the same thing here. The reason why Pepe Le Pew is chasing the other animal is because Pepe Le Pew, if you actually watch Looney Tunes, I know a lot of you millennials don't watch Looney Tunes, OK? Oh, I did. Pepe Because Pepe Le Pew, the other animal, is not a skunk. It's a black cat. OK. Now everyone's realized that. Everyone's calmed down and everyone feels stupid again, right? Let's let's bring it back up. It's a cat. People forgot this. When you look at the animal, it's a black and white cat. It doesn't yeah. have the raccoon tail. It doesn't even have the raccoon face. It looks completely different from the raccoon. If you've watched one episode, sorry, looking from the skunk, sorry. <laughs> if you've watched one episode, you would realize that it is not a skunk. It is a black cat. The issue is, is that Pepe Le Pew believes believe it's a skunk, right? Now,
0: the other. So wait, wait issue so you're is, telling me that a bunch of millennials is, took Pepe Le Pew chasing a black cat out of context? This is—I didn't understand why he's being, why I was being canceled because yes, I was like, I don't get it. I thought it was yes, funny. Yes,
1: yes, yes. Now, the why? other thing is, is that that is how skunks naturally mate with other skunks. You're forgetting—we're not portraying humans here. This is not yeah, Elmer Fudd chasing after one of the other human girls in Looney Tunes. This is we're not we're portraying animals. So uh-huh. the way that the male skunk deals with the female skunk is like that. But the fact that it's a cat, the cat keeps pushing him off cuz the cat keeps trying to tell him I'm not a goddamn skunk. But and Pepe's that like, was no, the you point of the whole Looney Tunes and you remember watching Looney Tunes as a kid and we got it as children. We'd sit yeah. there and be like, oh my God, the joke was the fact that it was a cat. That was the whole joke about the <laughs> The reason why
0: I'm asking is because, okay, so when I first saw this, like you brought it up and I was like, this is stupid because I, I watched the cartoon. But the reason why I'm asking you to explain it is because when I go online to Twitter, all the comparisons are an image still of Pepe, but with, Creepy men doing creepy things in a photograph next to it. So I was yeah. like, "But I don't understand what the correlation is." Because here's the thing: well, this, yeah. no one ever explained why they wanted to cancel Pepe. They said it was due to his behavior, well, but I was is, like, "But Pepe is a cartoon, and it and he's he's chasing another animal. Like I don't understand." Well, well, this That's why I was why asking because that is doesn't make any sense. That's why they want
1: to cancel it. That's why they want to cancel it because Stupid. we all know because th- they think they think that like children that are watching this will normalize that behavior. Okay, now this is the thing. Wait,
0: this is still wait. Looney Tunes is still
1: on TV. I'm assuming so. I have no clue. Oh, I'm just assuming. I'm assuming that. it is. I'm assuming it is. But 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 they think that kids will, you know, adapt the behavior. Now the thing you, is, your TV is that, should not now, be
0: teaching your children. You should be well, teaching
1: them the difference. Well, well, Hold on, hold on. Let's let's be honest. We all know that people absorb what's on TV and they act it out in real life. And they yeah, but it's, it's cool. also but up to your on. parents to well, help you on. be able to no, no okay. i'm aware i'm aware i'm aware okay. i'm aware don't worry we've okay. had this discussion i'm aware. okay
0: I was but what saying. i'm
1: saying is but what i'm saying is kids will not adapt that behavior because when i was a kid and i was watching pepe lepew do that i knew that it was a cat and i knew that the cat was running away from him because they weren't the same species That was the way that my whole generation looked at it. We never looked at Pepe Le Pew as like, he's the man. If you're talking about Johnny Bravo, that may be a different conversation. (laughs) But we didn't look at Pepe Le Pew like he was the man. And then the girl was always running from Pepe Le Pew because he skunk, because he stunk, and he was a skunk. skunk. And she was a cat and she didn't stink. So we looked at Pepe Le Pew as the guy who stinks, who's trying to fuck another species. We didn't look at him as like, when it came to Johnny Bravo, some people might've looked at that, but Johnny Bravo always got rejected. But some people might look at Johnny. Johnny Bravo would make more sense for that conversation than Pepe Le Pew. But Who knows, maybe I don't you're think gonna start that while... conversation. No, no, listen, I don't want Johnny Bravo canceled either. Man. Just leave the shit alone. But like, that's what I'm talking about. Like people, it's like, cause I was looking at the whole week and I was like, hold on, don't they know it's a cat? Am I the only one that remembers it's a cat? It's a cat
0: see and i'm sitting here seeing images of them comparing it to like men being creepy and i'm like but i don't understand because you have to because so when by the way i don't know if you've seen some of the posts that are on twitter when they post this they post it with just like unacceptable behavior and they show like pepe and then they show like a man like leaning over a woman and like inappropriately potentially touching her making her uncomfortable And i'm thinking in my head i'm like but why are you trying to cancel pipe of the pew i actually did not understand but, they've,
1: they've, they've but always i also
0: done this. i know what i'm saying also too i didn't actually put enough this is gonna sound terrible, but I actually didn't put enough like of giving, like caring to actually look into it. Cause I was like, listen, I watched Pepe as a kid. He was hilarious. He was a stinky skunk chasing after a cat. And obviously that's why they didn't like each other. But I, I didn't, I think I didn't realize, it. but I didn't realize what they were actually doing. Cause I didn't yeah. look into it enough. Cause I was like, this is stupid.
1: I, I think that they have canceled it. If I think that yeah, they have canceled it. And I think I saw somewhere that they canceled um the dog character, the, the cop dog character. Wait, they successfully Bopper.
0: canceled Pepe Le Pew?
1: yeah they canceled it it was canceled yeah they took it out they they took it out of all future all future stuff took it out
0: well that's just nonsense anyway what what about what well, dog
1: <laughs> what the, dog got the, canceled the, i don't know the name but the, the the cop dog on paw patrol my nephew watches it the cop dog on paw patrol i watch it with him wait, wait they canceled chase because yeah, <laughs> i like how i know no 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 no, no 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 because like okay so i saw this article talking about they wanted to cancel chase it was like it was a while back. I don't know if they canceled it, mind you. I'm watching the old shit on Netflix. I have no. Clue no, because
0: all the new seasons have Chase. Why do they want to cancel Chase? Because he was just a
1: cop dog. Listen, these, these, he, he's these are, these are these he's are a dog. He's a fictional.
0: He's a fictional dog. They're overly, liberal overly liberal liberals. You who Who helps know, Mayor Goodwin like save Chicoletta Like, are you? I don't
1: know. I don't <laughs> and know, don't for know, anyone
0: wondering, why, why do I know. I know so much about Paw Patrol? I have a nephew who watches it, and I know all their names. Yeah, I,
1: don't, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I just listen. Oh, wait. We, we, yeah, wait, are know. you being serious? They actually want to cancel I'm, I'm, a
0: fictional character who is yeah, a puppy, yeah. who re, who like I just said, who helps rescue Chickaletta, who is Mayor Goodwin's pet chicken, from a tree. Yeah.
1: That's yeah. A, facts.
0: Okay. Yeah. That's.
1: Yeah, I'm being I'm being dead ass honest with you. Yeah, that's what they want to do. That's ridiculous.
0: That doesn't
1: make any sense. Listen, listen, we, listen, I I can't even spend too long. I'm losing brain cells on this shit. You're not losing brain cells.
0: I'm just asking for clarification because I didn't know this and I don't understand why. They wanted
1: to cancel the dog because they thought, they thought that police representation for kids, I guess kids wanting to be cops is no longer a good thing. Now, mind you, I understand that most police ain't shit. I'm a black man, of course I understand that. I'm not going to disagree with that at all. Yeah. Um, now, do I think that we should tell kids not to become police because police ain't shit? No, we need police. It's an honorable job. They've been dishonoring it for years, but it's an honorable job. I think we actually need more black police, that police black neighborhoods yes. so we can have less violence. I think we need police. I don't think telling kids not to be police officers is the, the you know what? you see you see i'm going with this now I'm, no now no, I'm just, no no i
0: understand what you're saying no, no, but, they, stupid, but anyone who's watched the show they see that it's portraying like chase as being right. a person who's a team player and he wants to save people and protect them and keep them safe so why would you try and ruin something that doesn't make any sense gotta, that's actually you ridiculous let,
1: you gotta let these motherfuckers fall by the sword man i can't
0: i let can't these even i fall can't by the sword. i can't that's but, so ridiculous oh my god
1: but speaking speaking of of more more strippiness
0: Um, oh my god
1: what are you gonna say now did you did you hear about so correct me if i'm wrong and i'm sure they will in the comments um they want to do a new uh batman tv show i'm not sure if it's a tv show or movie because the rumors are going around but do you mean
0: mean black superman not batman
1: Oh my god, that's how you know I'm completely <laughs> Yes. They wanted to try That's how you guys don't care.
0: That's how you know no
1: no no no. no, I just how you say you know I don't care. That's just strictly how you know I do not care. <laughs> so instead so we're my, trying to make a black Batman. I just, I just I just don't care, bro. I just I, I could see the parade. Anyway, doing that too. no, no, onto your point, yes, go yes, ahead. Yes. They wanted to make a black Superman. Um I believe it's a TV show they wanted to make. Live action TV mm-hmm. show, I believe, not like a cartoon. Um and the, this is an idea that's floating around, right? I just want to say if anybody hears this they probably won't but please please don't do it like and I've said this before we've said this before it's just like okay okay I I I under I understand that we have a lack of black representation when it comes to comic books and comic book superheroes I get it I grew up on static shock I didn't know about black panther until Maybe a couple of... I think about Black Panther in 2009 when BT came out with the Black Panther cartoon. And that was like a decade before Black Panther actually came out. But yeah, I just knew about Static Shock, Storm, and maybe a couple others I can't remember right now. Cable and a couple others. So I, I get it. I'm not denying it. But what I'm saying is we don't need to do this, bro. Like, I'm tired of Black people trying to take white characters and redo them as Black. Like, just... Like make your make let's let's make our own shit. Cause it just seems like we're just eating off the table of white people. And I just the optics are just bad and it, it it just it just looks like black people are begging for scraps and I'm just tired of it, right? And it's just like mind you, when it came to Spider-Man, it made sense because there has always been multiple universe Spider-Mans. I've never been a comic book fan, but I have been a television fan, and I grew up off the 90s Spider-Man cartoon, and there was episodes where we saw the multiple universe Spider-Mans many times. That's always been a concept. So the fact that there was a Black one, that was kind of already known, and not only known, but it was loved. It wasn't like this was a cartoon nobody knew about. It was known, it was loved, it had an audience for it, and therefore the Miles Morales shit worked. You know what I'm trying to say? <laughs> but it's just like, even when it comes to, and I get people are like, oh, but white people are always Egyptians. And I'm like, yeah, but that's because they made the movies. Uh, now we have people in positions to make our own Egyptian movie. We can do it and make them black. It's fine, we, we can do that now. Now, on, on top of that being said, like when it comes to 007, i get it because idris alba does fit the role super perfectly it would be great i would love to see that i would absolutely love to see it the only argument i have with it and i would love to see that one i'm not gonna lie that's probably one where i bend the rule on but the only argument i have with it is that like 007 is supposed to blend in i've never even seen no black people 007 movies so when he's at a party how is this gonna work out unless he's unless like the only way this could work Mind you, i know they had the one with with the girl in it um but she was like a07 not d07 but if they really want to switch this for interest are they going to put the whole movie in africa like where how is this going to work out that's but true. that's has just that,
0: me. wait that 007 movie hasn't even come out no time to die hasn't even been released yet i keep seeing the, the previews
1: but i don't think it's cuz the pandemic yeah, hasn't yeah. come
0: out so we haven't uh, even uh, actually seen it cuz yeah we from, haven't seen it from my understanding 007 is a code name that she has attained because remember like yes. the real 007 that's daniel craig apparently was dead and yeah, so when yeah. he comes back they're like we've already given away your mantle i have no idea what the movie's about by the way i have, I have, to, <laughs> watch have uh, to watch it i'm waiting to watch yeah. it i'm waiting to watch it
1: but when i see this black superman shit bro i'm like dog dog this first of all this guy comes <laughs> from another planet every image we have of this planet everybody looks like they're from wisconsin so uh, how does he become because
0: that's where superman grew up <laughs> and then he and said
1: Wisconsin. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I just said Wisconsin because it's all white people. I know why i laughing. And and the the thing I think I don't get with it is like I don't know if what they're gonna try to do is if they're going. Mind, I don't know the I don't know the storyline of this. The storyline could be that he's not from the planet. That he's just some guy in, in the states who somehow gets the power. No, like, no, 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 that wouldn't make any sense. No,
0: that would make any sense. That would
1: make any sense. So yeah, so he so he's the only black guy that we've ever seen on this planet, and now. He's comes to like you you see how stupid this is starting to sound no i know i actually
0: so when you kind of told me about it i I didn't actually know what you were talking about at all but so i went on to i went on to comic book um comicbook.com which is Mm
1: -hmm.
0: so um and uh there's something here that was actually written about it so the it's supposed to be like jj abrams is teaming up with dc for the reboot of superman but apparently i didn't actually know this apparently michael b jordan was developing a similar superman project like years ago so i think that it's i think that it potentially if this is correct what's been written in this article maybe it's michael b jordan's former project
1: it is because i've heard michael b jordan's name attached to it so it is. so that
0: i didn't know that so i'm saying maybe it's his former project that he tried to get off the ground but now that's what's mm-hmm. happening so it's kind of like okay it doesn't i'm just looking at the article it actually doesn't my- michael really b jordan that michael b
1: jordan ain't gonna change my opinion on this one
0: no i was just saying that i didn't realize that the whole concept may have been tied to something else because when you told me about it i said where is this coming from like who like and isn't michael b jordan it?
1: already already in the mcu well like i guess that character might not that character is gonna return from what i hear but okay but go on i'm listening
0: he was because he, he played um, the guy from Fantastic Four who sets the human torch.
1: No, I thought I heard Killmonger was going to return in the MCU. So
0: Yeah, that's a rumor, but it hasn't been confirmed yet.
1: Well, that was. I'm glad they scrapped that shit out of that whole movie. To it's a, scrap, so no, no I'm just saying. No, no. What
0: you just that. said is still true, though, because it's still out there that he could potentially return. Like, who knows? I hope he doesn't because I think just, that his character serves his purpose, but that's just me
1: maybe it's me maybe there's maybe i'm the only one that holds this opinion but it's just like i get the fact that these characters are already made in stone and it's hard to create comic book characters because the comic book age was the 60s 70s 80s and maybe early 90s so i understand the concept of all of that but like i don't know man like are we are we gonna make laura croft black Are we gonna make like all the charlie's angels black are we gonna like like and mind you i get that you want representation but we've always created our own shit. but they've already had a black
0: charlie's angel the british one in the reboot with kristen stewart
1: no no but what i don't get is that like (laughs) no i'm just saying that that, actually really happened no it's true but what i don't get is like when we were coming up we always had our own shit. like in the in the 70s before us they had superfly and all these like black exploitation characters right but even in the 80s and 90s, we created our own shit and we made those roles iconic. Like, Carlton is iconic. Like, Steve Urkel is iconic. Like, Will Smith as the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air mm-hmm. is iconic. Mind you, a lot of these are sitcom shows. It was the 90s, that was the trend to do sitcom shows. But like, I used to love the Static Shock cartoon, right? Like, a lot of these and all this, this shit is iconic. Like, even when it came to set it off, like, it was the first movie with three women who were setting up to rob a bank. Now they have tons of movies like that. Like even when it came to um to um living single. That yeah. was the first one of its kind. It was iconic. And then they created girlfriends and it's not a girlfriends, um Sex in the City and then but it was you know what I mean? You could even look at girlfriends. Like a lot of this stuff was iconic and we weren't playing catch up. Yeah, now but you, I feel like in this generation, instead of creating our own shit and making new shit and moving it forward, I feel like we're just trying to play catch up.
0: But do you remember we we talked about this the other day when we were talking about the yeah. fact that it seems like all originality and creativity has gone out the window and it's easier to use what has already worked and just rework it to fit the time frame of yeah, like what's popular. I've, like I've, I think that that's sad because all originality has been lost.
1: I remember originally we wanted to do an episode on this because I really wanted to rant about this shit, but I'm not going to. But like, no, no, I'm just yeah, saying yeah, that remember, we talked remember, about No, 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 no. But I remember this, yeah, because I was basically saying that like, I think that Hollywood is lazy. I've thought this for a few years, and I think that like every year they do the same movie. It's the same. It, it's the same yeah. World War One, World War Two movie, and then you always have you always have the war movie that's that that's in that's in that's in the Middle East. So both of those, one from the past and one one today. Then you have like. You know, the typical romantic comedy, that's fine. You're going to have those. Typical teen movie, that's fine. You're going to have those. Then you have the one, like, British royalty movie. It's like the same typical... Th- 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 then you have the one, like, cop drama movie. It's like the, the one it's the same. Movie. It's, it's the, the same, same, same formula and the
0: same over and over again. Yeah,
1: and there's no more, like, originality. Like, I thought Benjamin Button, when it came out, was very original. That, awesome. Um, that like, was awesome. Like I said, there's a few people. Um, What's his name? Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele does original movies. Like, and what I've noticed is this, there's a point in Hollywood too, where there are certain directors who do original movies. So when Mm -hmm. you hear Jordan Peele's coming out with something, you know it's original. When you hear James Cameron's coming out with something, you know it's original. When you hear Taryn Tarantino's coming out with something, you know it's original. Like there's certain names like that. And outside of those big names that we look for in terms of those, those directors, everybody else, is just like the 2000 and whatever version of what we've watched before, just the same thing. Yeah, you. and like I, I, I get it that they that when people are investing money, they want to make sure it hits. But because people care so much about the money and they, they don't want to do anything outside the box, they're just either doing it's literally just like like I think the last four years it was just a bunch of reruns of 80s and 90s shit, which I enjoy because my nostalgia is always going to jump to it. So you're, you're, you're going to get my money regardless of it, right? But it's just like, it's still weak. You know Yeah, what but I you mean? still so want to
0: just... see something else outside of what you already are accustomed yeah. to because you kind of already know what to expect. Like when you, like the point you just made, when you talked about Jordan Peele and his originality when it comes to like Get Out, when it comes to us, even when he was the, um, was he the executive producer on Ma? I think so, yes. We've never seen really a movie like that either when you actually think about it, about like this woman. Like it's, and when it comes to James Cameron, James Cameron invents his own bloody technology for his movies because he says well it doesn't exist yet so i'm yes i have a screenplay but i'm going to invent the technology first and then shoot my movie like it's mm. <laughs> you have to admit that's actually yep. kind of crazy to think like it you, is. they give jordan peele writing these original movies and producing movies you're like oh i've never actually seen that before and then you mm. have james cameron who's like i'm going to invent a 6d camera like <laughs> and do all these fancy no, it things sucks. it's actually crazy to think that there's such a limited amount of people but then you look at it and if you're so focused on the money, well, those, those people speak for themselves and what they've created money-wise. Yeah. But people have not every, yeah, yeah so on. not everyone is that, I'm not saying that everyone is that original and that talented, but I'm sure that there are people who can come together and create original content and movies that people would be like, yo, this is so cool.
1: Like people have complained but. about this in hip hop as well. Like it's just other art forms where it's like, it sucks because once you get one Nicki Minaj and everyone's only everyone's only gonna hire Nicki Minaj's. So you have girls that have a different image and can also be rap, but nobody wants to hire them. They just want another Nicki Minaj. And now yeah. In the past 10 years, we got a bunch of Nicki Minaj's. Cardi B is a Nicki Minaj, Megan Thee Stallion's a Nicki Minaj. All these rappers is Nicki Minaj's, right? So it's like, we do this all the time. And then what happens is once we water it down, people complain that we come out with something different. Like Drake was so popular, people started hiring a bunch of Drake. So like, you know, any rapper that can sing, do melody and rap. And now it's all sounds like Drake, right? Drake's still on top. He still separates himself. But like, yeah, man, we, it's laziness. It's just laziness. No, you're right. I agree. Money. Yeah, it's laziness, man
0: also i didn't know this i think wait did i know this i may have not known this i didn't know because i'm a okay i'm a huge blade fan Mm -hmm. (laughs) i've always been a blade fan i actually didn't know that when blade came out that it saved marvel studios with how much money it made
1: yeah i knew that i actually didn't know that that.
0: i was just like i didn't give i didn't give one crap of what studio (laughs) it came out of i was just like you're a vampire you're black yes. (laughs) yes.
1: <laughs> like, yeah, I, I, I love movies Blade. like that. I was like, yes. And I love, like I, I was so glad when Twilight back. came out because Twilight ruined vampires for me. Like, because we grew up, it was Blade and Underworld.
0: Blade yes. and Underworld. Came and back in Twilight came out and She's I was really like, good.
1: so we're not killing vampires anymore and now we're being, now we're friends. I was like,
0: bro. And it's funny too, this is just, this is not a soft topic because I just brought up Blade and the Marvel Studios thing. It's mm-hmm. funny when we think about Blade and even Underworld because those are, those franchises are huge. It's really funny to think about the fact of the storyline, which was really interesting in Blade for me and many people, the storyline in Underworld, but then also the way that they portrayed these characters of being these creatures that are beasts so they weren't seen as like these muddled down vampires who sparkle. It was yeah, like, <laughs> like, like there was actually like, like with lichens. Yo, Buffy was Buffy. Buffy yeah. and Spike and then Angel. Oh yeah, now we're just go- now we're just going, we're going completely off topic because of my Blade or comment, so sorry.
1: It's just like- what like, I was saying that
0: they had actual yeah. like fighting, like you had lichens in Underworld and like the transformations That's and like, then- the hierarchy and then and just li- thinking oh.
1: about it makes me sad because now when i watch a vampire movie i gotta care about the vampire's feelings I actually thinking about it now things.
0: makes me want to watch all three blade movies as well as all the underworld movies and to restart watching buffy which i've already watched like two years I'm ago definitely and not to watch angel. watching
1: i'm not restarting watching buffy i've never seen angel but i was only on movie.
0: for like a few seasons I'm i want to watch watched. i want to watch i don't know if i could re-watch buffy I want to. You don't have to. I'm saying I'll do it by myself. But I'm saying I want to rewatch all the Blade movies and Underworld because I love that franchise. Like I'm that person. I, I love, but I love vampire movies.
1: <laughs> I would do Blade and Underworld. I would rewatch Blade and Underworld. I actually would.
0: So we'll do that next because right now this is this is not even a Planet part of it. this, but Planet we're watching Planet of the Apes. But we're starting. We started with the one from 1968, guys.
1: You have and to do
0: it. Here's the the one comment that I think that you and I both said. Back in those days, effects you could not rely on effects to actually get your point oh, across you actually had to trash. act
1: the <laughs> acting, the acting act. in the movie is actually good but the effects are the
0: effects are terrible but you had to like it was, like, it was like a kid project as i'm saying but but i find it's going to sound weird even though the effects are trash i think about it like the acting is a lot better than what i'm actually used to yeah. because i, I it's going to sound so sad because of the fact of effects and all these things instead of you watching the actor who's in the center you're watching everything else going on around them and you're like that's so cool
1: that's i fun.
0: love that the fact that this green screen is so crisp like i make comments of about how good the cgi is in movies like oh that looks really great
1: <laughs> that is so now i'm looking at it and i'm like it's because now the like you don't <laughs> need to act that well because you can you can cut hair and cut hair it's different right
0: yeah and also but... too special effects make up for that
1: great no, soundtrack.
0: When you think about it, a great score, great effects, somebody who is amazing in post-production, and then you have a great director and producer who can make an overall movie. The stars of the movie don't necessarily have to be, like, crazy, crazy talented, because you can make up for that with everything else. I call it the fluff that they pad movies with now mm. to make them more interesting. Anyway, so sorry to go off topic there about blame. No, I don't
1: even remember what our original point was, but it's fine. It's fine. It was about Black Superman. We're, yeah, we're talking about some dumb shit. Okay, no, it's fine. It's fine. We, we have some other uh, dumb shit. Let's... Let's uh, jump <laughs> right into I know this dumb shit. Uh, what Stacey Dash? Stacey Dash, Miss Clueless. I've never that name fits her so well as You know what's sad?
0: Off. I used to love Clueless, man. I still do watching share pick her outfits on the computer. I still wish I had that computer. But man, Stacey Dash makes me sad. I loved her as Dion. I'm not gonna lie, I was
1: I was never like as a guy. And I'm pretty sure a lot of guys in my era will say the same thing. Like we used to watch Clueless when it was like on TV. But I don't know if I ever, like, really sat down and watched it, like, episode per episode. But I've seen enough episode. of the episodes Clueless that a I...
0: Episode.
1: movie. Fucking hell. <laughs> wait,
0: wait, wait. What you are know... you talking about?
1: You know what, man? I really was looking at Clueless. As... I think I'm talking about something else, actually. But yeah, oh. I've never seen... I don't... I think I have seen the Clueless movie. But I don't think I've really... I don't think I really remember it, to be honest
0: with you. With an ageless Paul Rudd, who is not at man No,
1: I just... Like, I've seen it. I just don't... Like, okay, okay. I, I really so prepared. okay, so
0: you've seen it, but you haven't actually watched it. Like you haven't probably, sat I there and can't really watched it. So
1: I, remember, I remember thing was in it too. Um, what was it? Cuba Gooding Jr.'s brother, the other guy he was in it.
0: He oh um, Dion's boyfriend.
1: Yeah, he was in it. I remember watching it, but I just only
0: Brittany Murphy really. was in it.
1: You know what? I'd have to rewatch it. And I'm pretty sure it's like on par with Legally Blonde, so but I'd have to like rewatch it. I have to rewatch it, it
0: is kind of on par with Legally Blonde. I would say the funny thing is, is that when you watch Clueless, Clueless is obviously everything about the 90s, like to like a <laughs> thousand, like yeah, just all of the nonsense.
1: A lot of pain.
0: um, because yeah, not even actually, it's just a lot of stuff. Like when you see it's okay, when I saw Clueless, seeing a black woman come from a super wealthy family and literally have everything at her fingertips and her feet i was like that's awesome to see i know that sounds stupid but when i was little i was like this is awesome
1: was she airheaded though like 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 actually
0: she was smarter than Cher but she used to say all all of them yeah all of them said stupid comments like all of them did but the nostalgia of clueless is just like just the fun of it and it's there are some moments in clueless that are actually that actually make you, th- when you watch it as an adult, you actually think more. And you're like, Why cause you it? didn't, there are moments like when Cher, when Cher gets like attacked and the guy, well, he doesn't attack her, but like he takes her wallet. And then she's like, I don't know anything about this. And then you see, even though it's supposed to be funny, what what I've watched Clueless as an adult, watching her be in that distress is now different. Cause I'm an adult. And I'm like, oh, that must've been really scary.
1: I got. I got. I got to rewatch it because I don't. I don't remember. The whole cool thing is I don't know why I thought it was a TV show. I think there is a TV show. I'm I think
0: there. Something. I think that there was and a of that became a TV yeah, show. Yeah,
1: because I remember like, watching a TV show. I'm talking show about, about, about the it.
0: movie because I think only Stacey Dash was in the movie. I don't okay, think. Okay, because I'm sitting
1: here going crazy, and I'm like, I know there was a TV show because I remember this coming on like I'm gonna on a look regular it up. basis because it was gonna more look It was more the TV show I used to see, not the movie. I remember, well, I, I don't remember sense. the week, but I remember seeing a TV show and it used to come on. That like, actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I remember that, but.
0: There's Clueless, cool a TV show. I think there was.
1: Unless I'm thinking of like 90, oh, no, I'm not thinking of Yo,
0: that. this came out in 95. Yeah. Damn.
1: Was there a TV show?
0: I'm looking, I'm looking. <laughs> I'm still looking. I'm thinking of something
1: else. I could be thinking of 90210 or something else, but I'm thinking of a teen if I'm thinking of a TV show, but I really I could be wrong. No,
0: there was a spin off television sitcom that was called called Clueless, yeah, that aired from 19. It was on for three seasons actually, and it aired from. It was on ABC from 96 to 97 and then UPN from 97 to 99. So you and, are right. There was Cuba, a TV And
1: show. Cuba, Cuba Gooding Jr.'s brother was in it. Because I remember he was in it. I think it was Cuba Gooding Jr.'s brother.
0: That's why you know about Stacey Dash. She made an appearance in the TV show. You were right. That's where you saw her too. She played Dion in the TV show.
1: Well, I knew about Stacey Dash for a lot of reasons at that time. But... No,
0: no, 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 no. When we were talking about the Clueless reference, you we were like, oh, the TV show. It makes sense now because she actually mm. was in the TV show. And I'm just thinking about the movie because I didn't watch the TV show.
1: Mm. But let's, okay, let's get to what Stacey Dash did. So if we remember, once Donald Trump decided to get into power, there was a bunch of people, including Stacey Dash, that felt like, you know what? The president is making these rules. I can basically say what I want to say, be free from what I want to say, or I can jump on this side, even if I don't even believe it, but ride this train out because it's the train that's in power, right? Mm -hmm. And now you see all these people, like you see the NFL being like, oh, now that Donald Trump is out of office, we think that kneeling is fine and we think that all this is fine after we upheld this for years, right? And you see all of these, all these companies, all these companies that tried to strong haul their opinion and now they're all taking it all back, right? Yeah, they're all over-canting. Stacey Dash is no different. Yeah, Stacey Dash is no different than these people. I expected nothing less. I think Stacey Dash came on the radar really when she got arrested and her driver's license said that she was white and then there was an interview where she made some no that was her about, arrest
0: like, record no she came on first being the republican saying that she didn't believe she thought that black history Month should be no, abolished no no so. no
1: no no that was that was after that was after no but she came, the, the comment first... about
0: her ethnicity was when she got arrested it's not on her driver's license it's when she was arrested they they booked yes, her as yes. being white
1: Yes, she got arrested. They booked her as being white. And then people started getting at her. And then Fox decided to hire her as a Republican pundit. And then really? Oh, I thought it was the other way Fox. around. No, and then she got because she was on the radar. And then and then she got fired oh. from Fox. And then everybody laughed at her. So basically now Stacey Dash is coming out okay. with a whole video apologizing and saying that she was in a negative place. Now, mind you, I watched the video. And I don't want to laugh at Stacey Dash's mental illness if there is one. I don't want to laugh at her anger or depression if there is one. I agree with when she says um, when you're in a depressive state or an angry state, you focus on things that are like that. But Stacy, Stacy, I remember you saying a lot of things. Like Stacy was literally, Stacy was literally no different than any other Republican pundit, Candace Owens, doesn't matter who it is. Smooth black who goes on there and just spits out the things that the white people want to say but stacy can say because she's black right mm-hmm. she did that for a while she made comments about herself not being black about slavery not being real it was on and on and on she's also and- the one who
0: said that black history Month should be like abolished and shouldn't exist
1: yes 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 listen if that's the case then put black history into american history wouldn't have an issue right but um so now Stacey Dash is trying to apologize. And I find it funny. It's like the chickens come home to roost type of shit. You know what I mean? So, and she's no different than anybody else. All the other organizations doing this that all wanted to hold their Republican stands and be with Trump. And uh, Listen, man, I think before I said Stacey Dash was an idiot. I think I said this on one of our first episodes. I, we, I think I literally did. On I think this we talked Stacey
0: about Stacey Dash, Dash, but I don't know if it was we in the first episode. We did talk so. about Stacey. We did. It
1: was in the first season, definitely. But how do you feel about this?
0: honestly it's kind of interesting the seeing it because there's one tagline that I kept coming across when it came out that Stacey Dash had made her apology saying that she wants to be welcomed back to the cookout and that was being like predominantly used like quite a bit did
1: she actually say that did she actually say that for
0: <laughs> I don't know but it's like a tagline oh, I, like, Stacey
1: Dash, I, don't... I don't know if she oh, actually said that. said that all Jesus I know is
0: that Christ. media is <laughs> media is taking I want to be invited back to the cookout like I don't know if she said it yeah, but it's being used yeah, as a tagline yeah. to get people to click on the article you yeah. know that so yeah, yeah. I think for me, it's actually kind of sad just to see that because she, I understand that if she is suffering from any form of mental illness, obviously that is sad. And it obviously played upon whatever she was feeling in that moment and she focused on it. Mm. But honestly, you said a lot of, she said a lot of things. She did a lot oh. of things. And she she actually affected quite a few people who were like, what is going on here? Like they didn't understand where all this animosity and negativity was coming from. And I don't know, I don't know how I feel really about her. I just know, I think that it's gonna take a lot more than just her saying that she's sorry and Listen, having to do this. And the comment that I, you made I, about uh-huh. when, when I, sorry, about the point that I said when she was like, oh, Black history Black History must be abolished. When you made the comment about saying, put Black history into American history. Do you remember when I told you about, I can't remember which, which city or state it is that is now saying that you have to take Black history to graduate from high school. Do you remember when I told you this?
1: Yeah, I don't see anything wrong with that. No, no, remember I when think, I told you that? And then all the yeah, white I mean, parents
0: yeah, came yeah. out saying that my children are not slaves. Like, my children didn't own slaves. I didn't own slaves. Yeah. This is <sighs> so I was just saying that it's a funny... When you said okay. that, it may, it reminded me of that. Just <sighs> because, yes, if you don't... A month should not just be dedicated to Black history. Let's be real. I don't, I don't see anything wrong with that. that
1: because... When you're in a high school, there's classes you have to take. I remember being in high school, it's like you have to take math for the first three years. You have to take English for the first three years. You have to take science for the first three years. You have to take gym for the first two years. Like, those are the required courses. You have Mm -hmm. to take, I think there's more. Like, if you go to a Catholic school, you have to take religion for all four years.
0: you go to catholic no, school
1: I think, it's, I think it's only the first three i didn't take no anything, my honestly.
0: high school was all four i had three years and the last year oh. in grade 12 was classified, oh, as, sorry world, for you. Was classified no, as world was classified as world religions where you learned about judaism islam catholicism
1: that was grade 12 yeah okay the, the way the way that we had it was <laughs> grade nine you took religion and then grade 10 you took world religion and then that was it no we're done in great great grade, grade 10 was the world religion class where we did Judaism islam no. christianity of course buddhism sikhism i think that was it i think that no and, and, i actually and hinduism, and
0: hinduism. i took thank you hinduism that was the other one i was no i studied buddhism <laughs> or something like that but i get to take world religions later on no it wasn't like that for me i had to take my school is mandatory for four credits you had to take religion every year for wow. four years no we anyway, only had to, to do grade nine
1: and then grade 10 yeah okay basically basically no, what i'm saying just... is that like if it was a situation where they had like a history because we had to take history for three years too but yeah. like if the situation where, like, let's just say, grade ten history was just Black history, and you had to take it, and it just became a regular course the way you have to take math for this many years, I don't see an issue with that. Like, if they want to implement that in Canada and say, like, Aboriginal history is going to be grade
0: ten. Well, that's what they're I trying compl- to do in this in, somewhere in the states. So I can't good. I can't remember where. They're, they're trying to integrate Black history into the regular history like curriculum and saying that you have to take this because they want you to know everything but there are a lot of parents where there's a lot of backlash talking about well i didn't own slaves my kids don't own slaves then you have the (laughs) other side saying i don't really see a problem with it since it's a part of our history so you have like that split of people being angry about it and then people not wanting to
1: but hold on if the if the if the if the if the the statement here is that i didn't own slaves and neither did my kids most white people didn't own slaves but if that is the thing then, then that's fine but it's like okay so My grandparents didn't fight in the Confederate Army. Why do I gotta learn about the Civil War? My grandparents didn't fight in this army. Why do I gotta learn about this? Now you're going down a rabbit hole of shit. Oh, you? I'm not the one doing
0: it. They're just the ones making comments. No, 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 no. no, I'm just saying. I'm just
1: saying. I'm just saying. Or you could be like, my family's not from Boston or Philadelphia. Why do I gotta learn about the Tea Party? Like, you're gonna be going down a rabbit hole there. It's just I, I don't understand why Americans are have such a hard time acknowledging it Dude, like, there are germany, people who are saying germany... that they're going to
0: get their kids an exemption not to have to take black history period well, in the don't... course because they don't think that they should need to
1: like what i don't get is like because it's not all white people germany no is it's not like yo we we acknowledge our shit it's filmed and we we have given literally millions of dollars to israel and we do our best to literally like even even bringing up shit like that in germany is taboo right but then you go to other countries and they're just like we're not acknowledging we're not going to yeah. talk about it we're going to ignore it. and it's like all right bro you, i'm not saying germany might not have issues with like the black people that live there now or the jews that live there now i don't live in germany so i can't speak on that but germany does go out of its way to kind of like clean that up and they do acknowledge it right so like you you can you can literally like talk about the, the amount of- everywhere
0: yeah, I was saying about, about all the monuments that they built in, in, like, in remembrance yes. of, of them. Like, it's... that um, People say it's very intense. I've never been to Germany, but...
1: But I, I pray for Stacey Dash. <laughs> um, I can't wait for Stacey Dash. I, I lie. I don't. I'm lying. Why am I lying for? Uh, fuck Stacey Dash. <laughs> um, let's. You, you, did, you, you literally said
0: to... it and then just, like, kick... Yeah, no, know, I'm not bro. doing it. Shit. Sorry, I, what were you saying? I don't a do shit, bro.
1: I know you wanted to talk about um, the woman in the UK.
0: Oh, Sarah Everard. Yeah. So to anyone, I don't even want to say <laughs> to anyone who's To lic- anyone who's listening, anyone who has heard about it, because this is now, this is actually now made international news. Um, it's been here in Canada on CTV, global news. It even, it's obviously, it's from, it's a woman from the UK. She was 33 years old and she was walking home. Uh, I believe it was March. It was early in March. Uh, I actually, have a bunch of doc. I have a bunch of things pulled up here to help happened. me do this. You said earlier in March she- like it wasn't
1: last week. I know, hold on, last so Sarah,
0: week. let me finish. So Sarah Everhard was walking home on the night of March 3rd um, and she was walking home from being at a friend's house around 9 p.m. at night. And she was, and the one thing that is being completely toted because as, as females, we're always told don't walk at night and to wear bright colors. So Sarah Everhard was wearing a bright green raincoat as she was walking home in a well-lit area and she actually was on the phone with her boyfriend as she was walking home. And the sad part is is that she, yeah, uh, she was then taken off of the street of this well-lit area and her body was, she was reported missing and then her body was found. And the most, like, this is just shocking in general because everyone talks about the fact of how, you know, oh, you have to wear, you shouldn't walk at night, you should wear bright clothing. She was walking home at 9 p.m. People are like, oh, but it wasn't that late. The time should have nothing to do with it. And the fact of her wearing a bright green raincoat actually should have nothing to do with it. But these are put into articles just because of what is expected. Unfortunately, what came out- Hold on. Are are they trying
1: to show that that, that she did take precautions and was
0: still- Yes. That's the point. Is that she took precautions to to, kind of, I guess, protect herself? No. Okay. Okay. So her body was found in a wooded area of a neighboring county and- which, you end up finding out that they have actually arrested a police constable in the UK. His he's 48 years old. I, I'm not going to give him any airtime by saying his name because he's disgusting. So I'm not saying his name, but he's a 48 so year old. That's why it
1: was able to happen. Cause he was, he was a, a 48 law. year
0: old police constable who was actually part of a special task force. And so he had different training. <laughs> he had very different training and.
1: But that's also why nobody said anything.
0: Yeah, Who, who may, may have And fought. it's Who's just, up? they're actually calling for the resignation of the police chief. All these things are happening. Sarah Everett's family is like devastated. I actually don't have, I wasn't able to actually find the information on her boyfriend. Um, I'm actually not that surprised that I can't. Because he's probably devastated because I can only imagine how he felt. The fact that he was talking to her and them hanging up. Maybe probably living had, with
1: guilt for the rest of his life. Maybe
0: had been a window for this person to be like, oh, she's no longer on the phone. Uh, being a fee- being a girl, being a woman, I have done this. I have walked home at night where if I'm walking back, I call my house and I talk to my mom the entire time, or I call somebody to talk to so that if somebody does pass me or is walking behind me, they hear that I'm actually on, like on a phone with somebody and I will actually give descriptions of where I'm walking. Like, yeah, you know, I'm just passing by the park here and I give a street name. That way you know how far away I am from you. Um, I have been in cabs where I have taken photographs of the driver, uh, in the back of cab, most cabs, they have that little sign here in Canada, but has like their ID. I take that, send it to my mom and my sister. And then as I'm in the cab, I'm on the phone talking to my mom saying, Hey, yeah, I passed this so-and-so street here. Yeah. I'm about 10 minutes away because I'm here giving constant clues of where I actually am located because of a fear of things like this happening. And I think it's actually very sad that I even have to know that when I walk home at night, I put my keys in between my fingers just in case it has to be used as a weapon. Cause you never know who is going to try and do anything to you. And it's just, it's absolutely terrifying. Like that's the, those are some people classify those as extremes and it's not because that's just the way that it is. And it's unfortunate because this shouldn't, this should not be a way of life where you have to be like, okay, what am I wearing today? Am I wearing bright enough clothing? What time am I walking at all these different things? Like it's, it's, it's absolutely devastating what's happened. The inquiry into what happened to, to her is still ongoing. So it is still an ongoing investigation because they're trying to learn more. But they actually had a walk in the UK um, where there was a peaceful, like, march talk for Sarah Everhart, but also for all women and everything that they have been put through if they have been sexually assaulted by men. And it was not handled well. Police officers... Ended up pretty much manhandling all the women who were there. They abruptly disrupted it
1: because the guy was a police. They
0: abruptly disrupted it. There are there are photographs and videos of them pinning women down, and it's just it's just it is it is not being well received, and it's it's actually very sad and very kind of upsetting because because of what happened to her. This has actually had an outpour of women actually putting online their experiences of these things happening. So. I'm gonna give a little bit of an advisory. I know that our podcast has swearing and stuff, but I am gonna give an advisory here. Just let you know that what I'm about to talk about are my own personal experiences. And if any type of conversation of this thing makes you uncomfortable, you do not have to listen or you can skip ahead. Like, I'm not gonna like force people to listen to this, but I do wanna talk about it. When I was 16 years old, I was getting on a bus here in Toronto on the TTC. And I walked past a man who literally was an elderly white man. I mean, elderly, he was probably close to being like 75 or 80 years old because he was old. I walked by him getting on the bus and this man thought it was appropriate to grab my behind. Like full on grab me. And when I turned around to first off, find out who had touched me, it was this elderly man looking at me, smiling. I cussed him off and I told him not to fucking touch me. And he laughed at me.
1: See, these he actually laughed in, these he laughed in my face. He laughed in my face and I
0: think, I th- and the funny thing is, is, I shouldn't even have to give this context, but I was not in my school uniform because at the time I was in high school, I was in regular clothes. I shouldn't have to really give that context, but I don't think it would have mattered. Even though I said, to, I, I told him to, I told him to fuck off. And then I also don't like, I'm a child. That, What's wrong that with you? He then smiled at me. He smiled at me and he laughed. He laughed right in my face. And I was, so, cause I was 16. I was so frazzled. like I was so upset that I actually just darted to the back of the bus and sat there contemplating I can't believe this just happened to me and also too there were other people on the bus and no one even said anything so I was like all right I just kind of accepted it which I think is very sad and like shouldn't have happened but this is a constant occurrence not what is it uh, another experience about what three or four years ago at this point now um, I was on my way to work I was on a packed TTC streetcar and a man decided to literally rub up against me and like his penis was hard, rub up against me and whisper in my ear that he thought that I liked that. The streetcar was packed. I wasn't able to actually like move. And I remember when the street, like I turned to look at him and I did say something to him. But again, he smiled at me like I was supposed to just accept it.
1: That tells you that these men do this so much. Yeah and have and there's no consequence to it that they feel comfortable enough to make themselves known yep. and smile that's the, and fuck the
0: that's he smiled at me when I turned around and when I told him off the smile kind of fell off of his face because he wasn't used to that but he also just like he didn't care he started laughing I, I got off the streetcar and I kid you not I sprinted from the streetcar stop all the way to the office that I worked in I came in like I was a damn tornado because I was fr- I threw I I literally threw off all my stuff. I took off my coat because I actually viewed my coat as dirty. And I actually have never worn that coat since. Cause I can't, I can't actually bring myself to wear that coat even now. Cause it, I just, I don't, it brings up memories. I'm actually probably gonna throw it out at this point but I threw off my coat in a frenzy. Um, management of my office ended up calling the police for me to file a, po- a report. And I, anyone who was from Toronto I don't know if you guys have ever seen TTC footage but it is actually pretty crystal clear cause you can make out very clean images of people I had to sit down in a room with officers and discuss what happened to me and it was not fun because I got very uncomfortable. I'm even uncomfortable now because I'm fidgeting and I had to like describe what happened to me and the funny thing was is when I first said it the officer had to correct me because he said no he's like you were sexually assaulted and I was like oh and at the time I think I was like what 28. So I had to be corrected in my own statement of what I said happened to me because I was like, oh, and he's, and he kept, the officer kept emphasizing to me that it wasn't my fault. And even though I knew it wasn't my fault, it still makes you feel very, very gross because you start to think, what did you do to make it seem as if that you were inviting this person to do this to your body? And I will, I'll never forget that experience. Not going to lie. Every time I get on any form of transit, I actually push my back up. If I try my best to actually put my back against something that is solid so that nobody can actually touch me. And I think that's a subconscious thing. I'm aware that I do it, but I also know why I'm doing it because the only way that you can't help it, it's a TTC, it's a bus, it's a streetcar, it's a train. And this is something that is so common that it happened to me at 16. It happened to me again when I was almost 30 years old. And I've had multiple like... people try and be say things to me. I was 13 and had men whistle at me. And even though I told them I was a child, they were like, yeah, but you're still cute. And I'm like, that's that's not that's not right.
1: And this this is the thing. And I feel like... I feel like this is a cultural thing that we don't want to acknowledge and it's in Mm -hmm. every culture, but it is a cultural thing. Like I said this to you when me and you were watching the R Kelly documentary. Yeah. And they were talking about R Kelly hanging around at at the high school and picking up Mm -hmm. the girls and being at the McDonald's and blah, blah, blah. Right. And these women were going off about this. And I sat there with you and I listened to this and when it was done, I said to you, and I was just like, yo what our Kelly did is nothing Is nothing different than I saw growing up. And you were like, what do I mean? And I was like, first of all, women have always dated older men. We've nurtured women to date older men. We've told women that if they date older men that they are seen as more mature.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But then you have women who want to be seen as more mature than older men. I remember one of my homegirls once was we sitting in the car smoking one day and she was saying that like, she's like, oh, I never dated high school guys and i was like what do you mean when you went in high school you did high school niggas and she was like no even when i was when i first started dating at 16 i always dated men that were older because i was mature and that's the problem is that when a woman does date an older man we tell her she's mature or we had a whole conversation about this with somebody I else did. right so I it's did. just like that's the problem and we do this at a young age and listen i went to high school in brampton okay and I'm not saying this was like an everyday occurrence, but it's just like, I'm going to be honest. I, when I was in high school, I used to see dudes that weren't in high school come in after school to pick up girls that were in high school who they were dating. It was known, mind you, it was so known to the fact that like other girls looked at it like, oh, your boyfriend's in college. You know what I mean? Like it was so kind did it as of, an it accomplishment? Was, Listen, listen, not only was it known, it was like celebrated, like my man's in college yeah. or like, okay, put this way. A lot of these guys were either in college or if they weren't in college, then like they were like 19, 20, whatever. But they, they, they were just like the local man that used to sell drugs. So you literally had the man who's selling weed to us that we all know who's 21, 19 or whatever. Probably like nineteen, twenty, to be honest, 18, 19, 20, I'd say around there. And he's dating the little grade nine Nobody said anything like, you know, like when I was in high school, you know, how many girls told me their boyfriends weren't in high school, like not in another high school, like he's 18, he's 19. Like girls used to say like, oh, my boyfriend drives. Oh, my boyfriend has a real job and he drives. When I mean real job, I'm not talking about like in the mall or retail. Cause we had that mm-hmm. job.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Her boyfriend had a real job and I it's like, it. it was, it was so common that we didn't even flinch. Yo, I remember, me and my boy were talking about this one day. We are talking about this girl we went to um, elementary school with, so this is grade eight. We We're talking about a bunch of girls we went to grade eight with, and my boy made a good point. He goes, yo, remember when we were in grade eight, and this is grade eight, so this is 13, it's 13, right? And he's like, remember when we were in grade eight and all these girls were dating like guys who were in high school and we were so jealous because it was all the hot girls in our age. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, remember when we got to high school and we were like, why the hell would you date a grade eight? And these guys are really losers. And I was like, yeah, I never thought about that. And then he made the same comparison with college. And when we got to college, we are like, why would you date a high school girl? She can't go out. She can't do this. These guys are losers. And then I remember I was telling you a, 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 about, about how, like, when I went to the barber shop and my barber told me about a man I went to school with. At the time, I was, like, 21. He was 22. And he was dating some girl that came in in a high school uniform. And he yeah. brought up a good point. And he, and he said that, like, yo certain men are not able to get women their own age because they don't have what is like naturally desired at that age right so then they have to go to get the girl younger because she's always impressed she's impressed by the fact that you can drive on the highway that you got a g2 that you can buy liquor you know what i mean Mm -hmm. that you Mm -hmm. that you like it's kind of like this if if like like even like okay when i when i was 20 21 in college like I knew girls who were dating guys who were 35 because he had his own condo. He had he had money. He could take them on vacation. Like this was so, I don't, it's still common now because we're living in the sugar daddy era. So it's common now. Right. But when I was in college, I was 19, 21 and you would hear girls be like, Oh, I only date, I don't date school guys. And they would date guys who were in their thirties. Who and, and then later on, they would say, like, oh, he had a wife. Like, they knew the whole time. But now they're just, like, you know, they're yeah. mad, so they're frustrated yeah, yeah. about the whole relationship. But, like, these guys were married, but the guys were taking them on trips. And I, I explained this, too, and I said that, like, these people are living a life before it's time to live the life, right? I explained this. But what I'm trying to say is that, like, this culture we have, I'm not blaming women for this at all, by the way, if anybody thinks that from what I've said so far. I'm, I'm going somewhere with this. But this culture that we have, it needs to change. And it's like, I always say this, that like our culture teaches women how to avoid rape. As you said, carry keys, wear bright clothing, do this, but they never teach men not to rape. They never do it. They'll teach men men not to hit women, but they'll never teach men not to rape. Now, mind you, I grew up in the nineties off rape culture where you literally had movies where like the nerd guy sleeps with the hot girl while she's passed out and the movie continues on and it's fine. I never absorbed that. (laughs) I was never that guy. I've been to college and I've seen dudes put something in a girl's drink. I've seen that shit happen. I've never done that. I've never really I've done been drunk any before. of these
0: um, When I was like at Sky, Sky Bar, I, never, I was like 20... Oof, I think I was like 25? 25, 25 or 26? Somebody slipped something into my drink. I didn't notice. And the funny thing was the drink was in my fucking hand. That's the worst part. I drank it. I knew something was wrong with me. And I called for help i got my phone and i called and i actually went and i locked myself inside a bathroom stall because i couldn't i could not stay conscious like i, ha- I was fighting that's i called hard. for help and lucky enough somebody came and got me like they came to the club and they got me out of the bathroom before anything happened to me so yeah,
1: yeah. i i also by the I way working... it's, it's, that's a
0: terrible feeling if you've ever been drugged you have no control over your body none it's an absolute I, petrifying I re- feeling
1: I remember when I was working in retail and my coworker, cause we used to all go out together and stuff. We all worked at square one and shit. And my coworker told me about how she goes, yo, yesterday was fucked up. She came in late and I was like, what's up? because we y'all used to work at a phone store. And she was like, yo, I think I was drugged." I'm like, what happened? She was like, yo, I was at a house party. I had this drink. All of a sudden I woke up and I was like, did anything happen to you? And she said no, because she woke up and her friend was there, but she was just like, yo, I got drugged and shit. And it's just like, so it, it does happen. It ha- I've seen that shit especially when you go to colleges that are far out, I've seen that shit. But um, what I'm saying is like the culture, like there is is a culture that boys will be boys culture. There's culture that says it's okay. There's culture that says there's excuses. And to be honest, I'll say this, when it came to girls being drugged, I didn't necessarily see that until I was around people that had like real money. So what I mean by that is like, Mind you, I was, I was a teenager in Brampton, so I don't know if it was happening. I just didn't see it. But when I got to college, because I went to college in Oakville, so now I'm partying with people who have money. Like, I'm telling you, like, it's money, bro. I'm going to college, and I'm at these parties, and you just see Coke laid out. You're like, what the fuck, bro? It's money. So what I'm saying is that, like, um, that's when I started seeing more of, like, the bro culture where you do that to the girls. I didn't really see that outside of there. Like, I didn't really see it at York. I only saw it when I was, like, "Ah, shit, but I did see that. But, um, yeah, what I'm trying to say is the culture needs to be fixed. Like, we, like I said, we have a culture that tells women how to avoid rape but doesn't tell men not to rape. We do tell men not to beat women. That doesn't work either. But I feel like this culture needs to change. And I understand these are people sometimes have mental illness. These are people where they were it was done to them themselves. These are people where their parents didn't give them enough hugs. I get the whole concept, but that's no excuse anymore, like, Obviously, this man is going to go to jail. Hopefully, he's a police officer. Hopefully, he does go to jail. You never know actually he's a police officer, but we'll yeah. see. There's a white girl, so I mean, he most likely will go to jail. Um, but yeah, man, the, the, the culture needs to stop. Like, like this is a white girl who got raped and murdered literally outside of her house. I grew up with black guys Well, I didn't grow up with them, but I grew up with black girls who dated guys who were way older, literally the same R. Kelly situation, but they probably don't even view it like that. Like if I went to them and said, "Yo, how do you view this? They don't view it like that. Like I still know girls who only date guys decades older than them, like it's mind you. And okay, once you get to 25, at that point it doesn't matter because you're a fully grown adult and you can kind of control yourself and decisions. But I'm talking about girls I knew when they were teenagers, right? And I'm saying this is all a culture. This is all a culture. It's like, um. It's like, it's like when you have girls that tell you like, yo I used to have an uncle that used to make comments to me, or I had an uncle, like I was talking to my homegirl the other day on Instagram, and she was talking about how she used to have an uncle that used to make comments or like, slapped her ass once and the dad had to regulate it. And I'm like, this is all a culture, this culture needs to die. Mind you, I think it is dying. I think there's a lot of things happening with millennials, this part of it that I respect, because you're starting to unpack and end this culture. But this culture needs to die. I don't think this really has anything to do with what happened to her because it was a cop. So this cop probably knew who she was, probably knew everything and probably did what he had to do. That was completely different. Actually, now that I know he was a cop that changes everything that I kind of had planned for this, but I hope he rocks to hell, man. And But but I do hope that we implement things to change the culture, whether that's implementing things in the school system, whether that's I think the school system is better because not every parent's going to have a certain conversation and you don't know what everyone's household is like. So at least if you have it in the school system, you know that everybody mandatorily has to get it. But I really think that they need to have like the same way how we had social studies class back in the day where we learned Mm -hmm. about cultures and race and family and what a nuclear family was and all that. I think just add in the social studies. We already have it. But every year just add parts of social studies that have to do with mental illness add parts of social studies that have to do with depression add parts of social studies that have to do with i don't want to say rape but that have to do with assault in general teach these kids at a young age is wrong i remember being in social studies and they would teach us like stranger danger and all this stuff you should also teach abuse on females in the social class if you taught that from a young age the way you taught stranger danger everybody would realize like, okay, I'm not supposed to do that because they've been indoctrinated with that information. Right. Most people are not indoctrinated with that information. So that's why they don't get it.
0: I think that the reason why what happened to Sarah ever became such a huge thing also is because it started to shine a light on the fact of just how many women literally, regardless of age, have encountered some form of sexual assault in their life. And it's not just once. Like, it's actually very, very sad. And I think that's why the conversation has become so powerful because of that. Cause they're ta- like, a lot of people have their own opinions on what happened to her, but they're saying this to like this man, if he stalked her to know which way she walks home, because apparently it's a route that she frequently took. That means that he put the effort into potentially, if he did do these things, he stalked her, cop. learned he her Exactly. No, same. I understand that. But also to put in the amount of effort though, to actually stalk a female find out her patterns, what route does she predominantly take? Because again, as a woman, you learn how to make multiple routes, but there's always one route that you know is the fastest that you normally will take regardless. And I think that's why the conversation became so powerful because you're like, it's just sad. Because when you, I read a lot of them and just reading them, you you feel bad. And you actually start to remember the things that have happened to you. And you're just like, dude, I shouldn't, I shouldn't have to be worried like this i shouldn't have to do like it's really? like it it's it, even though i'm comfortable walking outside i'm also super hyper aware you already know this i'm a very paranoid individual um especially when i'm by myself i become like hyper paired i become like very much aware of what's going on around me that like if if i can I pretend to walk with headphones in if it's at night, even in the daytime. I normally actually won't actually have my headphones on. I won't actually be listening to anything because if I can't hear somebody walking up behind me, what am I supposed to do? So it's like, I can't, like, even if I'm walking and I hear, if I hear somebody walking behind me and their steps start to speed up, I actually internally panic and try and figure out a way of like, okay, how much faster can I walk to get to here? What can I do? Do I have to run? Like, I start to run down in my brain. Where do I, what can I do? And it's such a crap feeling because you don't it's you have to choose if you're going to panic and freeze or work it out in your brain and move like you don't like Mm. and sometimes you can get stuck where like your body wants to move but you're too scared to move and it's just
1: i it's it's honestly
0: talking about this i'm getting frazzled but like i honestly just don't get it and it's just so sad because there are a lot of guys who think it's funny now, this is not all men. Let me just say that. It's not all men. But there are some men who are going to probably listen to this and be like, well, whatever. They're gonna think it's funny. Or they're not gonna think that's a big a big of a deal. Some
1: people don't care until it happens to them. Like exactly. There's some sister, no, but
0: then there are also yeah. just some people who do not care. There are just some people who actually just do not care. And that's yeah, the ones exist. who say it's
1: her fault for, for not Yeah, being and it's just it doesn't it just doesn't make any shit. sense.
0: And so there was yeah. before we move off of this, there was one girl who said, Okay, ladies. It was a tweet and I wish I had it with me but I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of like say it but obviously I have to I don't remember all of it but she pretty much said in the tweet okay so women don't walk in the daytime don't walk at night have keys but then also have a male counterpart wear bright clothing but make sure that you're covered um change your route but then also don't change your route don't be too obnoxious don't be too inviting so obviously okay so women just stay home yeah because what are you supposed to do? Instead so it's not of safe instead to walk of in just day, saying, that men, yeah, of just saying that men
1: shouldn't do this.
0: Yeah, that's what she was parodying.
1: Men shouldn't do this.
0: Yeah, that's what she was trying uh, to say. She's like, okay, so obviously, yeah. women. None of us can ever leave the house. Just to stay home because you're not safe saying, in the day. You're not I'm, safe make, midday. You're not safe at night. You're I not make safe. Make this like-
1: parallel. I make this parallel between women and black people all the time because it's always the same thing. It's like, well, black people don't wear a hoodie. Well, don't do this. Well, don't do this. Well, don't be aggressive. Don't Don't seem threatening. Don't Don't seem menacing. Don't seem threatening. Don't 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 do this. And you're constantly there like
0: You're like, don't move too quick. Don't move your face. Don't raise your voice.
1: I'm not I'm not making the comparison of
0: No no, but no, no, I'm not either, but I'm agreeing with you saying it's the same idea of trying to mentally check what
1: you I... I have to state that because somebody. No, no,
0: I, I'm not disagreeing that, with so. that. I'm just saying that it's like a mental checklist you have to do because as a woman, yeah. it's like, okay, am I? Did I smile at him? Did yeah. I? Did I Listen, rebuff I'm, him too hard? I've, no, because you, because you know that. Like there's instances where, you, like, yeah. you, if you've ever seen it, I've told guys no, and they're like, you're such a fucking bitch, I've, I've, and I'm like, I've seen, and then that. I have to be aware that they're still there, and I have to be like, is this person going to chase me after out of this bar? Like Listen, I have to make sure I can see them it's disgusting it's,
1: it's like I, I remember when i when i used to take when i used to take the bus till i was like 24 um on and off and i remember i remember like yeah i remember coming home late at night and being at the bus station it's like one o'clock at night and it's like i would keep my headphones low and look around i have to be very observing because i don't trust no one like that but then one girl made a point to me she's like yo your biggest fear is getting robbed my biggest fear is getting raped and i was like yeah you're right it's so. true Right, I, I've never had that fear. Like maybe if I was in jail, I'd have that fear, but I've never had that fear in my life. It's more just like I'm gonna get robbed, maybe killed, which I'm not saying is 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 great, but I've never had mm-hmm. the fear of being like sexually violated is what I'm saying. But it's just, yeah. I listen. I, I definitely agree with you. I'm not disagreeing with you at all. Oh
0: no, I know. I I just think, think it's, I, just I think, think it's, that uh, the
1: culture needs to change. I remember, listen, I remember taking the bus, and there would always be some guy who wanted to talk to some girl on the bus. And the girl would say no. And now everybody looks looks at him. And if he goes going and then he decides to say like, oh, well, you can't have friends. So he decides to say, well, you can't have friends. Instead of just leaving it alone, it's like, well, you can't have friends. Then the girl has to say, I got a man. So your man don't want you that friend. I remember one girl said, the fact that I have to tell you I have a man for you to leave me alone is crazy. But then sometimes they still go. Now they feel embarrassed, so now they keep going in, like, oh, I can't get your number. Then they start cursing at her. And the whole time, like, I remember sitting there from, like, this is my teenage years, my early 20s, watching this shit constantly. I, the amount of times I would see that exact moment. Guy asks yeah. for a number, girl says no, and it just leads down the downward spiral of him trying to save his ego while disrespecting her, making an ass out of himself. And it's just all clown shit. And then when the girl leaves, everyone's like, but I've seen that countless you, times. And it's just like, it, it's an ego thing. It's, it's the. Do mi- you remember
0: when that happened to me when we first started dating? I was meeting you. I
1: feel like this happens on our...
0: No, but do you remember oh, Do you remember okay. that kind of that whole thing? Do you, do you remember that? And I told you after? like I, I was wasn't going, there,
1: but yeah. No, you weren't there, but I was yeah.
0: meeting you. And remember, he was like, oh, so you can't have friends. I was like, and I actually said, listen, I have a man. Like, like leave me alone. And he was like, well, so your man says you can't have friends. I said, no, I do have friends, but you're not going to be one of them. Like, I went in on this guy, and he was so upset with me that I actually pushed myself. This is, this is what I did, because I was in, I was at a mm-hmm. subway. So I actually, when I realized that he didn't like my reaction, not only did I take, two steps back I actually pushed my body up against the glass because in my mind I said if he gets angry enough at me he could throw me onto the train track that's actually what went through my mind
1: the fact I that, thought that, can't that have, I
0: thought that and I was fact, just like I need to the, the, p- the put fact, my body in a position that it's going to be harder for him to throw me like that's insane
1: the, the fact that a the fact that a guy who's harassing you women feel afraid to defend themselves because the guy may act in violence. Says a lot about male ego, but again, this is the culture we need to change. It starts from the root. If we change the culture, it won't affect our generation. will the next. I will say at this following generation, you'll probably have less of that because the way these kids literally so. like unpack, oh, they do. The way these kids unpack everything, that's, I mind you, I'm not saying it's going to be eliminated. No way am I saying that, but I'm saying there's going to be less harassment and less drugging, and less all these things of on that males do to females because this new generation, they're very much more conscious than we were. Yeah. So I think I think that will definitely end. I can definitely agree. That no, won't end. Sorry, but it will slow down. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, but
0: I I will admit though these yeah. things coming up and this I actually had to. This is this is going to sound terrible. I think because I actually had to sit down and I had to reflect on how many instances this has actually happened in my life, and there are there are an uncomfortable number varying in different ages. Yeah, I remember and I think that girls, it's just girls it's are like, putting it's, out... it's sad because I think about it and I can, I can go as far back as someone doing that to me when I was 10, but like, it's just.
1: I remember when girls I... were putting up the tweets and it was like, the amount of tweets is proof enough. Like the amount of the fact that every girl has a tweet, like every single girl has a moment like this. Like every girl I ever met has a moment like this. I don't think there's I don't think I ever met a girl who didn't have a moment like this to be honest which says a lot and it's just and whether listen it's the culture needs to change the culture needs to change I understand these kids are doing it and I'm happy that they're doing it that's one thing I I do look at the millennials and say okay I'm happy that they're yeah. doing that cuz we didn't I didn't have I didn't have that till I went to college which was when the millennials started doing it right so but it's I'm happy it's changed. I'm happy that they're putting effort to make it change. I don't want to see, make it seem like it's an absolute right, but
0: yeah, I'm happy to put. But they're it- trying to take the steps towards it, so that's a but good thing. But what, one yeah. thing I will say is that we weren't doing
1: that, like, that back in the day.
0: No, what I will say, because we can end off on this this point, like just to move on, because I'm just gonna get too emotional about it. But I will say that, like, I actually my condolences do go out to Sarah Everhart's family and to every single woman who has ever been through this. Yeah. I get it. And I'm so, I'm happy that we're talking about the conversation, but obviously I'm not happy at how many stories that I had to read, even having to revisit my own past to really think about it and realize what has actually happened to me. No, no, no one should have to do that. And no woman should have to be like, yeah, this has happened to me since I was eight. Like, no. So I can only yeah, hope that it no, gets, no, I, ho- no, I can no. only hope that change occurs and that it actually starts to get better.
1: Look- this is why I always feel like if I ever had kids, I wouldn't want my kids staying over at no one's house, bro. Because everyone's like, oh, but it's family, but it's always family that does it. Like it's always family.
0: Yes, yeah, like the closest never, to you. And
1: then and then and, then, and then even it, no, it's always family.
0: That's what I'm it's saying. The people closest always, to you, which would be your family.
1: Yeah. And they and then have access to you and your kids.
0: Say,
1: and then and then there's some people who think like, oh, well, if the family member has kids, then yeah, but then you see situations where like you let That's your daughter true. stay at someone in the family who also has two daughters. And still, it's just like, it's just like, bro, people, uh, listen, uh, let's let's move off the topic. I know. Let's, let's move off the topic. People are ridiculous. Um, but at the end of the day, I, like I said, I think the culture, I, I can see the culture changing and I'm happy it's changing, but it has to be a culture change. Yes. Like put it in, like the same way we had those social study classes Put it in those from grade one to grade eight. No, even in high school, just put it in the social study classes. That's literally all you have to do. Open up a unit in every study in every social study class from grade one right up and have a segment about that in every single class. Drill it into their heads. And that's it. That's literally, I'm not saying that that's the end all to be all. It's not an absolute. No, I'm providing the necessary education and because, tools because, does help. Because, because everyone's household is different. Yeah. And some people are not going to talk about this. Some some people learn to do it in their household.
0: Yeah,
1: they have an older uncle or something like, ah, that's what you do. You know what I mean? So it's like having it in the school makes sure that everybody gets it, no matter where they're coming from, no matter who's in their household, no matter what the moral compass is where they live. You know what I mean? So yeah. that's why I'm saying putting it in the school system is the, probably the best way going forward. Well, yeah.
0: Speaking man. of uh, speaking um, of speaking of men. <laughs> Who think that they have the right to women's bodies or their time? <laughs> you ready for that? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so like I said, speaking of um, speaking of men who think that they have the right to women's time, Piers Morgan and his yeah, his endless assault of comments and the assault—I mean verbal, uh, verbal assaults of comments and commentary against. Uh, Meghan Markle
1: you explain the situation to me yeah you wanna, so about, like, so for England. anyone
0: who so if we want to start from the beginning for anyone who doesn't know
1: no no back. no because you have but, to
0: understand you have to understand why Piers Morgan feels the way that he does of how this actually no occurred. that's that's what, so that's, that's, that's what I want you is. to explain that's what I'm saying we're going to go back to the beginning of before Meghan Markle was married to Prince Harry and before she was a duchess she was Meghan Markle from Suits she actually was in London at a time at an event I think it was at a bar or restaurant where she actually met Piers Morgan and they shared a drink together. Um, in this instance from, it's actually this came up in a resurfaced video of him talking about this experience, There's two videos. So he met her when she was still an actress, they were at a bar, I believe, or a restaurant, could have been a combo bar restaurant and they shared a drink and he then said, she ghosted him. These are his actual words from the interview. Uh, oh, this he said that she was dating
1: Harry, right?
0: No, this is actually before this. So this is when she was still acting on suits before Harry. So this is like this is like an occurrence that happened a few years beforehand. So um, she, he said, he said that she ghosted him, and that he had really liked her. Now, the reason these interviews have come up is because Piers Morgan, when he first met Meghan Markle, he was quite fond of her. It's obvious that he thought that she was probably pretty. And then using the term ghosted is kind of strange terminology for me personally, because I believe Piers Morgan is married. um, And for him to say that, so he kind of insinuates, from what you gather from this, he kind of insinuates that they had some form of a friendship, um, but then she ghosted him and kind of cut him off. So... He has actually talked about this in two interviews that have recently been brought up because they're saying, are you still holding on to her just not wanting anything to do with you how many years later? Because then his endless commentary started when she started, this actually picked up when she started dating Prince Harry before they were married and he just kept pulling, pushing out all these negative comments and just talking about her in such a negative way and kind of making it seem it was okay to keep attacking her. No one really knew why he was attacking her. So that's why when he decided to step away from Good Morning Britain, it was kind of interesting because his, the, the co-host, I think his name is Alex. I can't remember. He brought up the fact saying, so you, he said, you believe you had a relationship with Meghan Markle, but she has the right to cut you off if she chooses. And as soon yeah. as he said this statement, Piers Morgan stood up and literally said, I don't want to hear it. I'm not having this. I can't believe this. And he stormed off of set And everyone's like, so by him telling you that Meghan Markle had the right to stop talking to you if she chose to made you mad because it seemed as if that he was upset that this girl wanted nothing to do with him. So if you strip away everything else, they're kind of making it seem as if that he felt entitled to her and what she had to tell him and that it wasn't okay for her not to want to be his friend anymore and to provide him information. And then after receiving 41,000 complaints about his comments about Meghan Markle, um, also tidbit, Meghan Markle actually was one of those people who complained on him. He then decided to quit Good Morning Britain and saying that he was being like wrongfully persecuted, but also his comments that lead from her interview that she had with Oprah, where he pretty much disregarded her suicidal thoughts that she had of when she was having this thing, he didn't believe a word that came out of her mouth. And it's funny, and the reason I say it's funny, and I'm so, saying funny ironically, because he actually is a mental health advocate, and talking about all this stuff. So for him to say that, and then to try and say, "Well, I don't believe a word that's coming out of her mouth," he contradicts himself and what he actually stands for. And okay. that's why people got so upset because they were like, "You can't, you can't sit there and say that the like the type of media abuse that she suffered, because they want to call it abuse and bullying, couldn't actually lead somebody to start suffering from severe depression." and to feel as if that they want to be suicidal because they're not being given the correct type of help that they are need and for him to be somebody who says that he is a mental health advocate and stands with people who suffer this to then turn around and say that about another individual doesn't make any sense it was actually very poor taste and very disgusting if you think about it because you you're an advocate for something but then you say well I don't believe a word that came out of your mouth it doesn't really that doesn't really make any sense and uh so he was he was very, very upset. He said that the interview that was done with Oprah was a disgrace to the royal family and that Harry and Meghan should be ashamed.
1: Okay. So mind you, I'm somebody on the outside looking in. Mm. Um I actually did not watch the Oprah interview. We're supposed to watch it yesterday, but I didn't watch it. But it's fine. I did um, watch it. <laughs> I, I will I will watch it again eventually. I am I am interested. I saw the clips. I saw more than enough clips. Um now when it comes to Paris and Morgan. It seems like I get it. He's he's constantly around celebrities and he does Good Morning America. So usually when he good meets morning, up with Britain. celebrity, he Good morning, Britain, sorry. So usually when he meets up with celebrities, he wants to get, I guess, dirt about other celebrities or the industry that he can parlay over to his show. I get it. Mm. Now, I'm pretty sure Meghan Markle isn't the first celebrity who's told him no. The fact that he is so on it. And then the fact that he keeps on bashing her even after. I understand that he met her when she was on Suits. And then he, then she met Harry. So then it became more of a Britain story. So then he really wanted the, 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 the news. And he tried to get it from her later on about the family. And she still said no. But um, Paris Morgan should be used to people telling him no. I'm pretty sure he does this to every somebody. But it's the fact that he is so on it is what makes me think, yeah, that he really did like Meghan Markle and I guess he thought it was going to happen even though he's married and him even talking about it is disrespect to his wife. Like, uh, I, 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 I don't know, but whatever. You know, I mean, dig your own hole, I guess. It seems like he's done that. So now uh, when the other guy on Good Morning America, I can't remember his name. Um, I, mean, I think
0: it's Alex, but I can't remember his
1: name. Yeah. So Alex on Good Morning America calls him out He, there's more than enough evidence out there in the world for anyone to prosecute you on the fact that you obviously like Meghan Markle. Now, Meghan Markle hasn't said anything. So it seems like it's a one way thing where you're just fawning over somebody who doesn't give a shit about you, which is pathetic. But especially for a grown man that has a family and you know what I mean? It's a pathetic regardless. But especially when you got a family and you're a grown man, it's like your wife is looking at you, fawn over some other girl and literally ruin your career over her because now you quit your job. Mind you, I don't think his career is over. I'm pretty sure Paris Morgan will get hired somewhere in Britain, but literally leave the show that was your bread and butter and your face for years because of somebody questioned you about your Meghan Markle hate. Now, I saw the Oprah interview, and from, well, the clips of it, and from what I got from it, it seems... Actually... Nah. Before we even jump on the Oprah interview. Before we even jump on the Oprah interview. So... I saw the Paris Morgan thing. I saw him leave his own show. I've never seen nobody leave their own show. I've I seen know, people right? leave another show, but not sure. Like, you're going to have to come back. Like, what the fuck are you doing? But I get it. He leaves his own show, and he was also the star of that show. I only knew about Paris Morgan. I don't know what else's name on the fucking show. I still know the name. So he is the star of that show. So he leaves his own show, and then I see on, is it The Real or The Talk or the whatever the frig it is? I always forget the name of this damn No, show but this I happened...
0: Talk. That, so this is the thing. So he leaves his show after the interview occurred. So like what you're talking about happened after the interview too.
1: No, no, I'm, I'm aware. I'm aware. Oh, okay, I'm aware. Okay, okay, but okay. What, what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, and then I saw the clip on the reel or the talk where um, Sharon Osbourne just came out of nowhere and was speaking to Cheryl Underwood, which I could care less for, but, and, Sher- and it seems like Sharon Osbourne, I don't know if people have been tweeting her, calling her racist. I don't know if people in the industry have told her that because she's connected to him, she's racist. But I never thought that because Sharon Osbourne was friends with Paris Morgan that she is not racist. That's not the way racism works. I'm pretty sure that's, that's the way the, it works on social media. Say, but that, because that's social too, media, because once social media gets at something, that's the way it works. But that's not the way it works in real life. Like Just because someone else is racist doesn't mean every person who's attached to them is racist. Their wife, their kids, their family. Like, but that was the point. Bro, so she Sharon,
0: assumes something based off of just a question. Well, so well, this, no, is, no well this, this is... Because no one actually Actually, from what i saw and what i looked up no one actually said that she was they were just asking her you know you are friends with okay, him so okay. how does this impact you like they it was a question no one actually called her a racist no, no, she no, actually I, called I,
1: herself I, that i, no, I understand that. i was just covering all the bases just in case somebody did so it seems like she came on and she was stuck in her own insecurity and then she decided to she wanted to make a statement it seems like she tried to make it prior to the break and it seems like when she was about to make it, Cheryl Underwood started like cringing up, and she was like, "Don't you dare cry, Cheryl Underwood." It was funny because it's usually white women that cry on television to get what they want. But I did see Cheryl Underwood about to cry, which no, no offense. The reason why I'm not really mad at that what 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 Sharon did to Cheryl is because I know a lot of black women are like, "Oh, she attacked Cheryl." The reason is marketing all the time. Okay, if you think that these celebrities. Don't cry every time a guest comes on their show and tells them something heartwarming. If you think these celebrities don't cry every time they want to get a point across or they want to seem very empathetic towards some sort of organization or cause or whatever the frick it is, even if it's connected to them being a woman or them being black or them being gay or them being whatever. It's it's just Hollywood is so manufactured. I wouldn't be surprised if someone was like cry bitch and she cried. So it's like well, could you ever I, think that I'm maybe not, she was I, flustered
0: by Sharon's reaction and that why she necessarily doesn't necessarily may, look like she was crying. Maybe, she could have just maybe, been surprised maybe, and her eyes may have just maybe, gotten maybe. wide. It doesn't mean she was about to cry. She could have just been flustered. Maybe like, how maybe. do I defuse this situation? It doesn't mean she necessarily. Maybe I'm
1: I'm mad. not I'm not I'm saying it's wrong. But but when Sharon did call her out, Cheryl didn't say anything to defend it. So right now, I'll just assume it was a cry. But then then after the break came, so the break hit right there, then they went back, Mm -hmm. and then Sharon is like, no, I'm going to bring it up again, which I'm sure the producers were like, let it die, bitch. She brought it up again. Then when she brought it up again, she asked Cheryl, like, do you think I'm racist? And Cheryl said the same thing I'm saying. No, you're not racist because you know somebody who might be racist. And then she asked, how is he racist? And she said, yo, I don't know if Paris is racist. Neither do I know if Paris is racist. Paris has never said anything racist, but she made a good point. She's like, It's the way that Pierce answers questions when they talk about the racism that Meghan Markle... He answers it like it doesn't exist. He answers it like her mental illnesses are real. And as you said, he's talking about mental illness himself. So he's going against his own... His own... How should I say He's going against his own image that he's presented to the media already just to diss Meghan Markle. So mind you, do I know if that's because he just hates Meghan Markle because of their relationship and he feels like he didn't get what he wanted? That's possibly what it is. Do I know if that's because Meghan Markle is a Black woman? I highly doubt it. But because the question was in regards to Meghan Markle being a Black woman and her treatment in the royal family, I can get why somebody can take that and take that and put it together that he's racist. Whether he's racist, it's not really my call. Uh, I really don't care if he's racist or not. I, I frankly think that he just hates Meghan Markle so much that he's digging a deeper hole for himself because people are asking him common sense questions. But because he hates Meghan Markle so much, he can't even answer with a common sense answer. Like he has to find something else which now makes him seem racist. But I don't know if he's racist. There's no history of Paris Morgan being racist. I just I think that he's upset right. he got so I rejected. In Britain as well.
0: And I think that's even Th- that, that's, that's basically worse. what it is. But that's really bad that now, you're gonna go on a tirade just because someone rejected you. They don't have to like you.
1: I am agree with you. Now, when it comes to Sharon Osbourne, I think that she jumped out the gate. She just kept her mouth shut. Nobody was even thinking about Sharon Osbourne. Maybe it's something that people around her kept saying. So she thought it was real and that can happen. So sometimes Mm -hmm. your own voices can make you believe something is is not real. So, But uh, listen, man, Sharon Osbourne shouldn't have said nothing. I don't think Sharon Osbourne is canceled or she's done. I know people are trying to cancel her because she told Cheryl not to cry. Like, yo No, she's, to a she she also swore can't... she also
0: swore openly on live TV which you can't do so a bunch of complaints have been filed against her because she actually swore and they didn't know that she was gonna bring okay. up the topic so they weren't able to catch the swearing when it actually occurred okay okay,
1: okay. so well, well if, if it's about, people if it's filing about the complaint swearing, yeah. there's people
0: filing complaints about her swearing and also not taking the cue saying stop talking like stop like she just kept going and people are like they're complaining they're okay. like she was inappropriate not for what she said but, to Cheryl but for how she handled okay. it.
1: But on this show, all those women do is rant. The real the talk, that's what they do. They bring up a topic and they each give their opinion rant, Similar to what we do. So it's just like to cut somebody off yeah, from a rant, it's a little their hard. Rants,
0: but but their, their rants are predetermined. Remember that. It's the like, topics
1: are predetermined. Exactly. Not the but actual also, rant itself. They are. Right? Oh, you're so, not supposed
0: to swear. That's predetermined. You don't swear. No, no, no. You don't I'm, do this. There. So there are certain getting, things that are put in place.
1: If, if people want to cancel her because she swore then that's, that's a responsibility of the network. The network obviously makes them sign contracts and tells them they can't do this and this and this. If she breaks the contract with the network, that's the network. It's not necessarily up to you. If people want to cancel her because she told Cheryl not to cry, like I said before, I feel like People have conversations. How do you know that that's not the way they don't talk to each other in the back of the room? They're like, "Oh, don't cry." Like that could be their relationship, right? Cheryl didn't seem that offended by it. It seemed like everybody else was offended for Cheryl. So until Cheryl comes out, no, she I wouldn't she want wasn't to see offended. her. Again. Okay, she's, so there she we go. If Cheryl, wasn't said if Cheryl said she's. Cheryl says she's not offended. Then I don't think she should be canceled for that. If it's, if it's in regards to people wanting to cancel for swearing, then that's not a canceling. That's the network's decision if they want to fire her or not. Nothing to do with you because she broke their laws. not, calm down. Um, do I think Sharon Osbourne is racist? Not really. Would I be shocked if she was? Not really, cause she's also like 60 something. So 60 something year old British woman who's white, I wouldn't be shocked if she was racist. Do I think she is? No. Do I think that Paris Morgan is racist? I don't really know enough about Paris Morgan. I don't watch British media. I'm pretty sure he may be a Don Cherry and said some other things in the past, so I don't know. Based off what I know, probably, probably not, but I, I can't really, I'd have to really look into Paris Morgan's comments throughout the years to really see. Cause he could be a Don Cherry. I don't put my foot in his yeah. mouth. I don't put my foot in my mouth on that. Um. But then we get to the interview itself.
0: But hold on. Before we get to the interview, I just have one thing to say. I actually, it's not really so much about like Sharon Osmond being a racist. I just think that she preemptively thought something was going to happen. Yeah. I and agree. she actually caused this entire tirade all on her own from just being like I nervous agree. and scared. Like, I don't, yep. because I've seen the entire segment. No, it, Cheryl's question to her was just asking. Like she genuinely said that, and she even she even has to, came out saying that she considers Sharon her like a friend of hers. So she's like, I yeah. thought we were just having a discussion. She's like, she didn't realize that it was going that Sharon was going to take the question of you know what is your take on this because I know that you are friends with him. It's almost like Sharon heard I know you're friends with him and he's a racist and so are you. It's like she heard something completely I, different. I think I think this I think is, that's, what it is I think that's worse because she didn't actually. She 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 went so hard on it that people were actually more concerned about her reaction to a question that had nothing to yes. do with that. That's what people and, are worried about. I, They're like, is this gonna be a thing?
1: And I think I think that she it was I think, and that was my main point, right? I think that we've reached a time where white people are being called out on their racism, which is good. It's finally happening. Fuck. You know how much racism I had to deal with as a child? I'm glad they're fucking getting called out on it. Great. Because black people have had to deal with it for years. So I have no sympathy for any of that shit. Mm -hmm. But I think it's reached a time that white people are being called out. But I also think because of that, a lot of white people who may or may not present as racist, who knows? I think a lot of them, it's like, they're afraid to even... Talk about race or bring up race or defend anybody they know on race because they believe that they're gonna be next. It's kind of like it's like a bounty hunt on celebrities, right? So a lot of celebrities feel like if I say something, I'll be fired because that's what happened here and here and here, and they have the proof of that, right? So I think a lot of them, a lot of them, it's like um, it's like an anxiety, and I think that okay. the way that Sharon was answering the question, she was she wanted to get a point across that she doesn't believe that Paris is racist and she doesn't think that she is racist for being friends with Pierce. That seemed to be her point. Now, obviously, people would contest the Pierce thing, but I think in the back of her mind, she was also scared because she was like, oh, am I going to be canceled? How am I going to feed my family? Is it worth saying it? So she's bringing all that anxiety into her little rant there. And I think that's what it is. I think for us to come back and cancel her for having anxiety for even speaking about race and then canceling her for having the anxiety is kind of proving her point yeah that's why i'm saying we shouldn't cancel her we should just leave it alone i i i think i think if anything sharon can just chalk it up to an embarrassing moment and go back to her life i don't think she needs to be canceled for this i think cancel culture especially on black twitter has got to a point where it's just like it's like everybody is canceled like and it's just like but we need to stop like
0: if somebody is actually doing.
1: And the reason why I'm saying is is because it's like when you do stuff like this, and I brought I brought this example up when it came to um, to um the Me Too movement and other yes. movements, right? Yes. When you start canceling every single person who's saying anything, then there's no validity in it anymore. If, listen, if you're going around canceling people who are saying the N-word who are not Black, I have no issue with that, cancel them. Because in the past, we would always have some Black person coon out and say like, oh, they're forgiven, and we'd all forgive them. Like, and it would just go on, right? Mm -hmm. So if we're canceling those people, okay, they've said the N-word, let's go. Because there's that one guy who was the um, football player for the college team in the States this week who said the N-word on the mic and then blamed it on his his diabetes. Just nonsensical shit, right? So it's like, those people cancel. But we can't get to a point where we start canceling anybody who's non-Black for literally just having a conversation about Black issues that they may disagree with. Because then we're going to get to a point where if we bring up a Black issue, unless you agree with this point, which is usually the liberal point, and I'm liberal, you're liberal, then Mm -hmm. we're going to cancel you. Because if that's the case, then how are we supposed to have open dialogue? How are we supposed to have conversations with the people that we disagree with? How are we supposed to do any of this? Because everyone's going to be like, okay, so I can't even have a conversation. I can't say, say it from my perspective. I can't say what I think because I'm going to get canceled. And it becomes a bullying train, right? So that's why I'm saying, I don't think we should cancel Sharon Osborne. because it just looks like bullying. If we're canceling somebody for having an anxious moment and being afraid to get fired for defending her friend or whatever, mind you, I'm not saying she's right or wrong, but we're essentially canceling somebody who's in quote unquote, a mental illness state. What are we doing? Are we doing this no, everybody? I don't that think that board? she should be
0: canceled. I just think that yeah. ultimately what's happening is that CBS has opened up a probe into first off what she said, because that's not supposed and let's to happen. Let CBS, so anything let's let CBS exactly, anything it out. that CBS decides to do, if it's because she actually broke her own contract, that's on her. That has nothing to do with yeah. anything else. Because Sheryl yeah. Underwood has admitted, I classify her as a friend. I I thought it was a conversation and she's like, it just it okay. she just got so upset. People are only talking about it because then, since then, Sharon also has released a statement apologizing, saying that like she doesn't condone racism. And you know how they have to do the stereotypical statement to say, I'm yeah. sorry. So, yeah. but anyway, moving on to the interview that I, Megan had with Oprah.
1: That's not people getting at Sharon. And I, I, I had to watch the Sharon thing a couple times, and I was like, ah, you guys are reaching with this one, man. You got to let Sharon be. Paris, that's a whole other topic. I get that. Sharon. Let her be, man. Her husband eats bats. She already has enough issues. Let her be. <laughs> but when it comes to, um, yeah, the Meghan Markle and Oprah, like I said, I've seen the clips. From what I've seen of the clips and the clip that hit the most is they are basically talking about why they had to leave. I didn't know that there was a governing body that actually ran the family and made decisions for them. And I'm guessing that's the body that controls the money. Um, and, and, and the image, I'm guessing, the image consultants and, and the finances, I get it. And I didn't know that it's from what it seems like they were the ones who were asking questions about the child, not so much the royal family, because um, um, Megan has said that she is best friends with the queen. We have pictures to prove that. And Harry has said that his brother and father didn't say anything. So it seems like it's the governing family. No, the family that he said about his grandmother
0: and grandfather did not say it.
1: Okay, so his brother made. He may never be said any, well.
0: he never said anything about okay. William because the statement is that a member of the royal family, so it wasn't someone on the outside, okay. made a okay. comment okay. about the color okay. potential color of Archie's skin. So it's not just the okay. people who work for them; it's potentially an actual member of the royal family who has made this comment. That is alleged. Okay, okay,
1: okay. I I, I get that then. I, I take it back then. Okay, so so a member of the royal family made the comment. People are assuming it's the brother, but it could be the brother's wife. It could be a lot of people, but people are assuming. And I get the assumption, but. Now that I've realized that, I'm like, why is everybody attacking the queen and and you know what I mean and because she's the face I, of the family. Him. No, I'm but but they already excused her, right? So mm-hmm. we. This is what I'm saying. We've got to a point in social media where people are giving us the truth, and we're still running with the bullshit. That's what I'm yeah. trying to say. Like. It's like, I understand the lie is more entertaining, but it's like, bro, like, there's, what it seems like is that, like, what I call the board of directors, that's, that's kind of what it seems like, the board of directors of the family that makes the decisions, the and certain members in the family, outside of the queen and the father, I guess, are the ones who are saying this. Now, it seems like they were worried about the, the, the color of the child, which... I'll let you touch that first before I touch it, but you know what I'm going to say about that, regardless. Uh, But you know what? Go ahead. Do your thing. 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 Okay.
0: Okay, Um, first off, I don't have any children, but I can only imagine how Megan could have felt being pregnant with her first child. Can you imagine?
1: Can you fucking imagine?
0: I'm just saying, being actually
1: Actually, I can, because we... I haven't seen this in my personal family, but... This happens in a lot of different cultures. This I know, but a I'm lot not. Of I know. This happens I'm just, in black talking... culture where where they where they do this to the child. This happens in. I've had people in Destiny culture tell me that their parents didn't want the child to be dark. I've had people in Asian culture tell me it's absolutely crazy. I'm, I know. So a lot but I'm of not... a lot of people. This concept is actually pretty normal. Sadly, no.
0: I know, but I'm talking from her perspective and what she believed. Remember, no, she actually said, I believed I was going to be protected. So I'm not talking about it from like a standpoint of the fact that I already know these things. I'm commenting based on what her belief was. So her being mm. really pregnant, she hasn't even had her baby yet. The experience of being pregnant and, and wanting to have a baby is supposed to be a joyous moment. I only imagine how that could feel someone saying to you, well, how dark is the baby going to be? That's gonna hit that you. That's, that's gonna hit you different because you're 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 holding this baby. This baby this baby yeah. is inside of you, and you're looking at them mm-hmm. like, excuse me. That- that's the,
1: the point I was trying to make is that mothers deal with this on a day to day basis. Right. That's the I point was just to
0: make. I know I was just saying that she because remember she made a statement that she believed they were going to protect her. That's why I'm running with that. So I'm mm-hmm. pulling it from what she said, saying she believed that they were going to protect her and that she wouldn't have to deal with that. Her her being mm-hmm. that naive is quite sad, but. I can't speak on her being that naive. I can only say that I think it's sad that she didn't think that potentially that could happen, based off of being the British monarchy. But okay.
1: See that that that's the point that gets me because it's like, am I new? I I I like Meghan Markle. I'm I'm one of the few black people who actually knew who the fuck Meghan Markle was. So let's because that's a real thing. Like I know a lot of black people are like, yeah, I saw her on Deal or No Deal, and I'm like, no. You Meghan say Markle this was every time, time we no talk deal. about Meghan Markle. <laughs> no, I, I said it to you, I just didn't say it here. Megan Markle was on Deal or No Deal for like a handful of episodes. I watched Deal or No Deal when I was in high school. You all the girls looked the same. Their job was just to open the boxes. Nobody knew who Megan Markle was on Deal or No Deal. We found out that she was on Deal or No Deal. We pulled up the pictures. We were like, "Yo, that's Megan Markle." But when people say, "I knew her from Deal or No Deal," I'm like, "Stop. You guys are just you guys are doing too much." Now, I knew Meghan Markle from Suits, and I was a fan of Suits. I watched the show until it got to the end and it kind of got a little iffy, but I was a fan of Suits. I watched the first six seasons. Um, I actually didn't know Megan Markle was black until the episode when I saw her father at the end of the first season. But then as soon as I saw it, I never didn't see it again. So that's fine. Um, but yeah, I think, I think um, it's an iffy situation because A part of me, as I know most Black people are, is like, really, Megan? You didn't think that the royal family would be racist. The family that literally approved slave ships to not only bring slaves from Africa, Mm -hmm. but put them into America and the Caribbean. The family who then went and started colonies in America, Canada, and the Caribbean, America, they had to give the colony back to America. Canada's still theirs. And the Caribbean colonies are still theirs. The family who started colonies all over Africa, the family who everything that was happening in South Africa, for the apartheid to the Boer War to slaughtering mm-hmm. millions of South Africans, that was them. Slavery in the Caribbean of all the English Caribbean islands at least that me and you are both from, that was them. Like they also went over and did the world. They Sri Lanka, India, China, Libya, like you mentioning. Yep. They fucked up their governments. They murdered people, they raped. And mind you, this is before England had a government. So this was the family. This yep. was the same family, the family who has married each other for the past five hundred years because they don't want to share the wealth with commoners. This is this is the family you thought wasn't going to be racist. And I understand, like the family has rebranded themselves um, in the 80s and 90s, especially as like you know we go to countries that we used to own. The the Queen sits in a little pope mobile and waves, and all the all the immigrant commonwealth people like shout out like she's some Uh, deity and and then she shakes hands with the president or prime minister and then leaves your country and that's it and we act like it's a big thing and my mom still loves to see the queen because I guess she grew up in that time where like the queen meant something we did too um I just don't think it means that I think we don't care anything today I'm just shocked that British people are still paying taxes for this family to stay rich i just i don't even listen my mind i always just thought that the british family was just there for britain to have like some sort of image like because like i get it like britain is known for like the medieval times and king arthur and all the bullshit. so i thought the british family was just there was like propped up for an image they had no power I never understood why the taxpayers were paying them. But now I realize that it kind of is like that because they have a governing body that takes care of them. So that's exactly what it is. They're just there for an image of the country. So people can still think of England with the monarchy. And you got to think about the monarchy controls so many countries, right? So it's the Commonwealth. So she represents, she's basically, that family is just an image of the power that they used to have. That's literally all it is. Britain just props them up as an image of the Commonwealth and the power throughout the world that we used to have. If your country speaks English, if your country speaks English, it's because of England, not America, right? So like, that's the thing. And like, I understand that's the figurehead. I've never really cared for it. That's why I don't really care for the royal family, but I'm just shocked that Megan is so shocked by this. Like, and mind you, in her defense, because I've noticed this, me and you are Canadians. We come from Caribbean backgrounds, so we have a mm-hmm. different relation to the United Kingdom.
0: Yeah, and
1: so do people who come from African English backgrounds. But I have noticed this, and I, I've had conversations about this too. I feel like a lot of Black American people, and Megan is Black American. I feel like they, when they look at Europe, they don't think that racism happens. Like, mind you, they they, they have images of like the stuff happens at the soccer game and all this, yeah. but it's like. I don't know if it's the accents, because a lot of Americans, when they hear a British accent, they view it as passive and like weak. So I don't know what it is. Like, I feel like the image of British people in America is like these super intellectual, very well-mannered people that somehow have characteristics that exist 500 years ago, drinking tea So all very the posh is what you're but trying I, to say. Yes, but I, I don't think, and from what I've seen a lot, I think Americans view racism as an American concept. I don't think they view it as a European concept, especially not like a UK European concept. This is why when European Black actors come out, they're like, you've never dealt with racism. You don't know how it exists, despite all the riots they've had in their country. We've talked about this. So because of that, I think Black Americans think that like all Europeans are liberal. They're all nice. They're all welcoming. Racism doesn't happen. And therefore they think like they don't, because remember, that's not their oppressor. America's their oppressor. You see what I'm trying to say? so no, okay, sense. In Megan's In Megan's defense, I think that that's why she's so flabbergasted. And it seems like, and everyone's online like, really? I think that's why.
0: You know how you just said that you don't understand why everyone is coming for the queen? That point that you made? Yeah. Before? Then you also said at the beginning that you didn't even know that I, like I there was a governing be. body. A lot yes. of people don't actually know how the monarchy functions like they don't like they don't understand the concept they are, like there are some there are some individuals who still believe that like the queen actually has power like that
1: well and i'm like, assuming that megan explained they, it Did megan explain the interview that's what i'm assuming
0: well which part are you referencing because about i'm the way assuming the, i'm she, assuming
1: that that's how she, you knew about it to tell me
0: no so I, no, no, no 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 i always knew i always knew the monarchy was a constitutional monarchy and i always knew that they were actually controlled run by other people and the only reason i know that is due to my own research so like i i like history just this is fyi i like history and the most unfortunately the most written about history is english history (laughs) so you can find a lot of information on the monarchy the monarchy is constitutional which means that they have a cabinet like we have here like how they have like a prime minister and all that stuff who do everything the monarchy is image based and they have people who make and kept referencing in the thing as the firm i always called it the institution because online is called the institution but she kept calling it the firm and these are the people who run all the media because buckingham palace the monarchy itself actually has its own media room within the palace and this is where everything comes through and how the queen is notified do not get me wrong she has aides and advisors who tell her what is going on who inform her of what is going on so a lot of people a lot of individuals can't separate the fact that the queen actually doesn't have any say or any power it's actually the people who help run it and that's another mm-hmm. thing so when they say they're blaming her they're blaming her because they don't know how it actually works and if you do yeah, know so how the monarchy out. works kudos to you because it's a lot of information mm-hmm. and a lot of moving parts of actually like how information is actually traveled throughout the palace to the queen to who it gets to what happens da 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 like the monarchy itself well, isn't even allowed to have a political opinion. They can't even discuss it. They're not even allowed to have a say about anything. They're not allowed.
1: Well, let me let <laughs> me say this. When I, when I said when I said I'm shocked people are blaming the queen, I just assumed that they would do the research. But then I have to remember
0: people. Not necessarily. Not not, the think about so. it though. Most people. So want I to hear... realize that
1: like they're gonna be shocked at the queen forever because no one's gonna do the research. So I get yeah. That it.
0: So no, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, what you said is so true. They're like they're like they're blaming her and they're blaming her because they believe that she has the power to actually do something. Yeah. The only power the queen has is actually to grant titles. (laughs) She can make you, like, a duke, an earl. And she She does that for, like,
1: celebrities. Yeah, and she can, like, like like when she... Sir Elton John.
0: Yeah, or, like, Sir Sean Connery. Like, she can knight you. She can do those things. And there's, like, rules. Like, it's... (laughs) the amount of rules that it takes to be royal just seems like so much work like why even bother like the first six I think it? it's the first four first four or six I could be wrong members of the royal family have to get permission from the queen to get married so like Harry had to ask his grandmother yo can I marry Megan just like William had to ask his grandmother can I marry Kate she actually no, but, has to this, bestow this permission I, <laughs> and I'm like but this is what
1: I was saying like when, the every, function of it is when everybody was like everyone was like you know you do those memes that are like look at harry he left yes. for his woman y'all don't yeah. do that and i was like i always find that funny obviously it's a stupid comparison but like i sit there and i'm just like bro that's not why harry left for that yes but it's like can you imagine being in a household where it's like every time something happens imagine you're just sitting there like you but i mind you live in your room you mm-hmm. can't go anywhere every other room has like reporters and family maids and people you don't feel like you're alone you don't even feel close to your family and then every so often your family's like Harry come down and you have to sit there and put on a whole freaking suit with all this bullshit to listen to some random person play a cello or random person play the saxophone or whoever's yeah. performing for you today yeah. it's like you get or like you're eating dinner and you got a motherfucker in the back playing the violin for you, like, it, it kind of gets annoying. It's like, you can't go outside, you you can't go to clubs. I remember back in the day when they were going to clubs and it was all over a TV, like, you can't go to clubs, you can't do this, you have to live yeah. this image. And it's like, it's like, I get it, because for a human person, it's like, bro, I need real interaction that's not paid for. I need real friends that are not paid for. I need to be around people who are not going to use me, right? So I understand yeah. that, but... I I get it. Like, my I'm not saying I really feel bad for them because they're rich, and I get most people just don't care about the rich. But yeah, I think Harry Harry's reason for leaving was way justified prior to that, bro. But well, I he, think that was just the last straw, and he was like, "I'm the fuck out." But he said that he did say in interviews yeah. that like, it's a lot. You you feel like you can't do anything. You're literally yeah. locked in a cage,
0: right? Well, he in the Oprah interview, Oprah asked him directly, "Do you think you would have left?" like the monarchy if it wasn't for megan and it took him a few seconds to answer and he actually said no because he's like he's like I'm yeah he's like i'm he's like but he also admitted that he felt trapped because this is just the machine and he had no real reason to leave the machine until he got married and until he had a baby and it was like and then he also paralleled he paralleled the type of he paralleled what was happening with megan to what happened to his mother and he said that the impact of his mother dying and everything that she went through. Cause he thought that because of what he was going through with Megan, that his father would kind of understand because of everything that happened with his father and, 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 and Diana. But Mm. like it, he, his dad didn't, his dad didn't like, his dad apparently stopped taking his phone calls from what he said. And it's just like, he was like, I can't do this anymore. And I now understand why my mother was like, I can't be in this family. So he was like, I can't do it. Because yeah. he, he said he finally, well, you, he said he finally understood where his mother was coming from when she divorced his father and was like, no, I've had enough. And it's just, that's just, that's sad. Well, man. you gotta,
1: you got you gotta, you gotta look at it like this too, right? It's like, it's like the, the wife who's married to the other brother, she's just a regular English woman who already in high society, who their main goal is to hopefully the 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 princes will marry them because if you're also in high society the prince is going to marry you not common people right but when it comes to diana from what i understand she wasn't from that class so she was able to bring a different perspective and when it comes to she actually was though because she
0: was she was lady diana spencer
1: okay so she was from the class but when it comes to megan i guess my point is that Megan is not like a regular British girl who's from the class, who's coming in, who who is is, is happy to be there, who's, that's what I'm saying, who's happy to be there, who's going to jump on the bandwagon of whatever she has to do, because she already understands her place in that world. Mm -hmm. Megan is coming as like, this is crazy, so she's probably saying it to him and he already knew it so it just kind of blends into you know, it's you funny. eventually leaving to
0: your point she's not you're actually be a yes woman
1: like the rest of them
0: you're actually kind of right that Diana was still a commoner because she actually yeah. was classified as a commoner only because even though she was known as lady diana spencer she wasn't raised like that like she had much more freedom yes she had like etiquette training but she had much more freedom and it wasn't like this stringent policy because when you look back you actually find out that Diana and her sister actually had play dates with the queen, with, with, with Charles and his sister. <laughs> you end up finding out that, like, years and years when they were little, they actually did interact. But she was classified as a commoner, but she was also classified as a breath of fresh air because she wasn't from this rigid policy of royalty. Even though she technically had, like, a lady title, which is hereditary, which was when inherited, she really still, shocked
1: like,
0: is... yeah. She's sorry, just to finish my point, she still didn't fit in because. You know she wanted to like drive her kids to school she didn't want to send them to boarding school she wanted to do things where everybody was like what the hell are you doing so you're actually right, right. on both sides of her just, being like just, a commoner and thing
1: the driving the kids to school is just that's just stupid. apparently you, you weren't allowed you to have, do that you, no but I, I can understand like your kids are princesses of the country or princes of the country they can't go to school with the regular people like, but they
0: did she had them in, you know if they had she had I them in like regular school but they had a lot of security
1: that's what I'm saying. It's just stupid. What is the point of doing that? Like, well, mind you, mind you, there's didn't some want there's
0: some. I understand. I
1: I understand. But there's some things that like it's like okay, like me and you have had this discussion, right? Where I've theoretically said that like I would rather be rich and not famous. Because if you're rich, your kids can go to regular school. No one knows you're rich. Yeah. If I'm motherfucking Drake, okay, I'm Drake. You think I can send my kid to a regular school? I don't no. think that people are going to kidnap him. I don't think that the other kids are going to use him. Like, 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 and I understand that people are always going to go, I want my kid to have a regular life. I'm like, bro, when you're famous, your kid can't have regular life. You've taken that from them because you wanted something and you got it put your kid in a freaking private school and shut the fuck up, okay? Your kid cannot go to regular school. This is not some TV show on Family Channel where the celebrity kid goes to a regular school and walks around (laughs) with a bodyguard all day and it's normal. Like, it's just stupid. Like, shit like that I look at and I'm just like, I understand you want to reach the common people or you are a common person, but it's like, stop just no stop. i'm not because i'm not disagreeing with, with, with you
0: it was a lot because those kids had a ton of security stop. when they were like in preschool and just stuff because it was a regular school they're the princes
1: <laughs> of the country that they're I know. in like, I, know. I, know. Even, I know it's like i'm what, not saying what? anything
0: against that i'm agreeing with you but furthermore into it. the interview i think a part that um again her her being naive about it and the fact that she admitted that she was so naive i think for me the part that was really like that was kind of interesting was the fact of when she said that when she started to suffer from suicidal thoughts and suffering from these mental issues that she did in fact um apparently she said that she reached out to like an aide of the palace to be able to receive like mental health like help
1: and they told know. her it wouldn't be a,
0: it wouldn't be a good image if she needed help and she oh yeah they, i saw
1: i saw that clip and
0: they and she needed to kind of like just like suck it up because all of us go through something and it's like yeah but i'm at the time too she was pregnant with archie and then she eventually then tells her husband, you know, I don't want to be here anymore. And you're and, and she's like, she wanted to die. Okay.
1: That no, I, I was I, I, like, I
0: that. like that it. blew my, like if that, because remember, everything you can only say is alleged. We don't actually know if it was said. So we can't say, yes, this happened. It's all alleged. But to think that that's actually a response saying, hey, you know what, honey, we know that you're suffering, but all of us go through this because you're a part of the monarchy. So you're just going to have any to m- deal with it. And work it out. You just have to work it out. Put a smile on. I go take those, go though, to those fundraisers that, and charities. Deal with it because all of us, all of them, go through it. You're not the only one. Like, but they mind you, like, but no. mind
1: you that that response coming from them actually makes sense. Makes sense. They too have to deal with the bullshit. So they're I like, know. we don't care about your crocodile. Well, this is here. a that palace, this is, aid. No, so this is an aide.
0: No, this is an aide who said this to her. So it's just a person yeah. who works within the thing who's like, I understand that but you're going I through this, it but all of them do it. So you just have to learn to suck it up.
1: Listen, like it's it's hard because, uh, listen, Megan Markle found someone that she he, she he, she fuck, she loves. <laughs> he happened to be a prince, and she got married to him and dropped her whole career. And I get it. And now she's just gonna tour around the country, getting paid for interviews, millions of dollars. And I get it, and I get it, and we're supposed to feel sorry for her, but like it's it's i don't know Matt. Listen, listen 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 it's not so much that i, I feel sorry for happening. her
0: i just kind of sit there and i think like again with the, with her being as naive as she was i kind of sit there and i'm like so you're That's honestly gonna thing. say that you never because she admitted like, as well in the interview i don't know yeah. if you saw this clip that she's like her parents like her and her mom did not discuss the royal family because she was like rural families in in america like they're not important
1: yeah it's not a thing so we only learn about like, them because we're under the commonwealth I guess. right so she was but, like it wasn't like, a thing it's like she. not a big thing for them
0: like apparently her mother asked a particular question about the queen and Megan was like, I actually don't know. Like she, like they didn't have an inkling. So ultimately, you know that pick. you know how you just said that being in the monarchy, you have all this stuff, but it's like, they're, they're the image of Britain.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's almost like, because she was so naive, she bought into this picture as, oh, they're royal and they're nice and he's a prince and this yeah. is that. Like she brought bought um, into the romanticized version. Exactly, she bought into the romanticized well, version Americans of them that this. is portrayed. Yeah, no, no, I'm agreeing with you. I'm just saying but she this, bought this, into this, the listen. romanticized version no, of what she was seeing. It was like, oh, they must be great people. Not realizing and, and that they sure could be great, I'm, but the people behind them aren't.
1: I'm, I'm pretty sure a lot of America is now for the first time probably discovering that racism happens in the uk too like literally sort the first time they're all discovering it so it's not only an awakening where it's awakening for all of them because americans are very like you know it's america right so yeah. i get it i get it they have their own media they have this while we have their media so we obsess over their country and they obsess over their country so we're actually the ones that really it's not them but so i, I understand the con the context i get it i get mm-hmm. it but like Like, like, I do feel, I do feel bad for Megan for what's happening to her child because it's the same thing the guy said on Good Morning Britain, right? One day the child's gonna grow up and he's gonna have to see all this shit and that's gonna affect him in a different way. It's gonna be like, so nobody loved me. So my, my grandparents didn't love me and the way the media is portraying all this shit, no one's thinking about that, right? This child's gonna have to wake up and be like, so because I'm not white, like my dad and the rest of my family and even my mom, like, cause we don't know what the kid's gonna look like, right? So it's essentially like, you don't know, Megan Markle is what, Megan Markle and... Quincy Jones kids are two people that are two, Two Quincy Jones kids are a couple of them, but Meghan Markle and what's Quincy Jones' daughter name? Rashida um, Jones.
0: Um, I didn't Rashida know that Jones. that was his daughter. I had no I idea. I knew that,
1: I knew that. But I Meghan didn't. Markle and Rashida <laughs> Jones are two people that you can look at where it's like, realistically, I would not know that that person was black. Even if I, like, Meghan Markle, you can see it in her hair, and Rashida Jones, too, but I would have just assumed at that point in time that they were Latino because they have so many Latinos in the States. If it was in Canada, I might have been like, maybe they're Black, but in the States, I would have been like, oh, Latino, right? So it's just like, I wouldn't even think that they were Black. You would have to tell me. So it's like, imagine if this kid does look predominantly Black, gonna grow up with a fucked up mindset, yeah. Even even without even watching this shit, because it's like, it's not even like one of my parents is black. Both of my parents look white. Only I look black. So that's already it's one thing when you and have when a mixed he sees kid. And when like, his grandmother on his mom's it's like, side,
0: it's like she's black. Bro.
1: <laughs> but so so it's it. like the media is already fucking up that kid's mindset, and I think that's what I what I more feel for. I feel for Meghan Markle and what she's going through, but I feel like, were you shocked? But yeah. I think it's more about the kid that I feel for. Like I said in the very, very beginning of this, we said this on one of our older podcasts before we were filming. And I remember, and I remember even my boy DM said this, and we said this, I was like, because I remember when Meghan Markle first came out and every woman across the board, oh my God, Meghan Markle, they were showing their daughters, like, look, we could be princesses too. And my boy, and Daniel was the one that said, um, he was the one that said, um, He said, like, yo, there's princesses and royalty in Africa that are exactly the same. They have no political power, but they're just the images. Why don't you look to them? But obviously this, the Commonwealth is or the British Parliament is on a higher status quo. So I get it. But it was just like pushing your daughters to be like, look, we've been accepted. That I was like, why are y'all doing this? That I just thought completely was destructive to show you, especially a family that has robbed you and... You yeah. know what I mean? He murdered you and raped you yes. and then showed your daughter, like, look, we made it. And put them on it. a and, and say,
0: look, and they people, accept us now, yeah.
1: People were doing that night and day. And I was kind of just like, all right, do your, do your thing, right, do your thing. And like, I, I I don't know. I just, I never really bought into it. I think that's kind of the reason why. I've always yeah. kind of been like, Yeah, the royal family, I get it. Like, I don't know why Megan is so shocked. I don't know why people were holding up their daughters to it, comparing it to Disney princesses, but now they're complaining about it, right? And I remember yeah. my boy, Diana was the one that said it. He made an example where he's like, yo, the joke is, I think I saw a few memes about this, and it was like, the joke is, if if, if one of the females in the family, let's just say, like, Princess Diana had two girls, and they happened to bring home a black man, mm. it would have been a whole different response. And it would have yeah. been a whole different response from black media, too, because yeah. black media was putting this on a pedestal. If it was the other way around, we would have been like, oh, look at this black man married into this colonial family that used to run us. And that's when I saw the double standard and I was just like, like, I get it. Black women just want to see each other win no matter what the yeah. cost, no matter what the convictions, no matter what the fuckery. But if it's anybody else, it's like, we're going to call the fuckery out. So I saw the one side of this on that. But like, I don't know. At the end of the day, I'm, I'm not shocked by any of this. I don't necessarily feel bad bad for megan i do feel bad for the way that the family has made megan feel and the fact that megan was contemplating suicide during childbirth and the fact that megan had to go through childbirth with all this stress yeah. and i do feel for the child and the fact that the child is going to have to look at all these interviews the child's gonna have to view all this shit and the child's already going to be fucked up because neither of his parents if he does come out um more black looking are even going to look like him are you talking about archie so, or the American? one she's
0: pregnant with now
1: i was talking about archie and, archie, oh, and no like, archie
0: archie's pale like he he's like he's like the shade she's pregnant now with a daughter
1: so i'm talking about talking about the daughter because archie, oh, yeah, okay, archie okay yeah 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 because Ar- archie also doesn't look black i think it's just his hair he looks like drake's kid I look kind of like so,
0: he has his mom's nose <laughs> i just thought
1: that like pictures. it's just like at the end of the day i look at it and i'm just like uh, I, don't, I don't know i don't know i just Feels I, funny. I, I don't know. <laughs>
0: I agree with you though. I, I actually feel, I actually feel I worse know. for the kids cause like sure. Archie's gonna grow up and be like, <laughs> oh, so people, he's gonna grow up and one day he's gonna see the article when they compared him to a monkey. Cause they did. It's not that shit. It's not that shit. Um, when the daughter is born British media probably is gonna have a frenzy and compare her to things too. Like if he's gonna have to realize yeah. that people called him a mm-hmm. chimpanzee and, and posted that image of the white couple coming out of some building holding a monkey's hand. Like he's gonna have to deal with the fact that people correlated him to that.
1: I think because th- he will see think, it. I he think, will see it. I, I think for a lot of people inside of the UK, mm-hmm. this is like normal behavior and they're like, whatever. For a lot of people outside of the UK, it's like, oh my God, it's shocking. Oh my God, it's tabloids. And that's kind of what I feel it is. Like I said, the only person I really feel for is Megan because she wanted to commit suicide. Yeah. And I'm going to feel for Archie and I'm going to feel for the daughter too, right? Because she's going to have to intake the bullshit. They're
0: going to have to deal with everything on but, the outside. I think But outside
1: just... of that, it's like it's an, I don't want to be a dick. It's just like, it's very hard in life to feel for people who are complaining about problems that like-
0: That everybody deals with?
1: Yeah. It's like, um, it's like when you watch those, those like movies, like those, those medieval movies and, Mm -hmm. and you, and you, you literally have like the sun who's complaining because he doesn't know if he's going to be a good King or the daughter who wants to be the, who wants to be the next King or whatever the case is. And then it's like, you're caring because you're watching the movie. Right. But then you go back into your other life. Or for instance, if we're staying in the movie, then you look at the commoners who are all poor feeding out the gutter. And you're like, is this really that important? Like that's kind of how I feel about the situation. And that's why when it comes up, I've always been like, eh, but I do feel for the kid. I really do feel for the kid, but I just, the rest of it, I'm just like. You know
0: what part I think is most interesting? I under, here's the thing. I always talk about her being naive because, and how naive she was because of this. It doesn't matter that you don't know much about a royal family or anything. You're marrying somebody who is a prince of the United Kingdom. You're marrying somebody who from the that's time that they were bullshit. born, exactly from the time that they were born, was put on this pedestal all the way up here. And your, and your, your also celebrity the at the time was a beast celebrity, so
1: you know about this. But
0: that's what I'm trying to say, though. He literally, Prince Harry has been famous from the time that it was announced that Diana was having a second child, even before mm-hmm. he was born. So it's like mm-hmm. he has literally been famous his entire life. And then he has been paraded. I mean, I still think it's it blows my mind that they had him and his brother walk behind their mother's casket, but like he has been paraded and shown his entire life in photographs, in appearances, on TV, on world outings, all these things. It doesn't matter that you weren't really aware of what is entailed in the monarchy. You're marrying oh, somebody was- who is a prince who is on the public stage, who does all this charity work, does all these things. You had to at least expect somewhere that there was going to be something because i don't know maybe i don't know if the reason i think that is because of all the stuff i've read historically or mm-hmm. if it's just my common sense that is like no marrying somebody who sense. is in the public eye like that especially at the level that he is at the public eye there's there's going to be harsh pushback there's it's gonna be like are you joking so that's what I'm making. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, I don't know if this is my common sense or everything I've read or a combination of both. But even I knew, I, I remember when they started dating, I was like, this is going to be interesting because is she going to mm-hmm. be able to handle the scrutiny? Because the royal family has relationships with their tabloids because they need them to make them look good. Can you handle the type of scrutiny where you're not just being spoken about? Oh, she's an actress. No, no. They're literally going to talk about you in some of the most ruth- ruthless ways because it's a taboo. Well, you have
1: to remember, if no one's talking about the royal family, then eventually the, the, they're the, not the, needed. Then the, the, you abolish the, a monarchy. The, the, the cachet goes away. So you got to no, Yeah, the
0: they abolish the monarchy and there's no reason to have it. So it's like, can you handle that type of scrutiny? Do you want to handle that type of scrutiny? Can you take the comments? Because to to, to know that someone to, to someone allegedly tells them, listen, they all go through it. This is what happens when you join this family. You either deal with it or you don't. It's like there's no there's no gray area, there's no middle ground. It's one or the other.
1: I feel like everything I've listened to on this, everybody who's British or not British, that's the same thing I say, which is just like did you think it would be any different, Megan? Like <laughs> shit. It's just well, kind of like the like, article that you sent like, me about when right. she admitted
0: that her whiteness wouldn't protect her. The article you sent me.
1: I, I just I don't I just uh, I'm gonna be the board
0: I know, but I think that she believed like I said, I believe that she I believe that she thought that the fairy tale of what it means to be like marrying royal. Yeah,
1: the no, image of the perfectedness.
0: Yeah. I think that's what she believed in.
1: Yeah, and she bought into she the trust, bullshit.
0: She bought she came, ultimately yes, that's exactly what I'm trying to say. She, she bought did. into it and it's she into the
1: Listen, she's an it's American unfortunate girl. That she Americans bought into it. exactly, she's an American girl. Americans do not have the same relation to the royal yeah. family that we do. That's the point. So, yeah. one hand, She is also a black American girl. The royal family is not her oppressor the way it is for the rest of the black people around the world, right? Yeah. So most black people in America, they don't even realize that like European countries are the ones that started slavery and did more vile shit than they did because they've only been consumed by their own racism, right? So again, third point the way she looks at the royal family is like this like it's like cinderella right so it's that's a why every and this is why everybody in america that was black when when they first met was comparing her to cinderella and putting their fucking daughters up and saying look 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 we got accepted by this band this family accepted us we can be princesses too same bullshit right because that's the way that people in america view it people in canada were like okay People over there, people, people, in the, people in the UK were like, okay. People in America were like, woo, we won, we got it, we got one, it's us, it's us, it's us, right? And then, yeah, so basically everything that Canadian and British black people have been saying is exactly what happened. So we're like, okay, we saw this coming from miles away. It's it's just, listen, I don't wanna disrespect Meghan Markle, so I'm, I'm just gonna stop right there, but um, I feel bad for for the child. That's all I can say. I feel say. bad, oh, for, her yeah. I feel bad I can... for her
0: kids, yeah. I feel bad for her kids. That's what I feel... That's what I feel bad for, because I can only yeah, imagine... Yeah, that's it. I can, I can only imagine that it's going to feel for them, having to read those that's things, because one day, they yeah. won't find it. It's the internet. One
1: day, I'm going to feel bad for the mental state of those kids, and I felt... Yeah. And I feel that Megan... I felt bad that Megan Markle wanted to kill herself when she was pregnant. Outside yeah. of that... Outside of that... I don't give a fuck, bro. I don't give a fuck. I really don't give a flying fuck. I'm not even shocked by the shit. No, no. Because, like, it's just like... Uh, Nah, There's
0: nothing that can I'll leave be it done. there. I'll leave it there. Leave I'll leave it there. It
1: there. I don't want to. I don't want to say anything bad about Megan so- Marco. So I'll leave it there. But you know what? Um, I really did want to talk about. I know we we're supposed to do Megan Marco last, but goddamn, it was itchy. What happened? I really did want to talk about the woman and the Uber driver. We all saw this shit. Yo, there oh, was there was a yeah. couple. There was a, there was a couple videos like this actually, but there was a like, there was there was like two videos of women in Ubers like basically. Both, both of those are very similar. It's two women in the back of the Uber going crazy on the Uber drive. One woman spit on him. And there's I think it's been like three this week, but the main one was the one with the two girls in the back yeah. of the Uber. And the guy told them they have to wear a mask. And these girls decided to snap and rough up. and And then like, bro, when I saw that, I've always said, man, like, yo, know, them rough, tough girls. I'm like, all right, bro, do your thing. But she decides to get at the Uber driver and lo and behold, um, she has it's finally actually been actually three
0: girls who are in the car three for the girls. one you're talking okay. about. Wow. Yes, yeah. It was, I'm listening. It was, I'm listening.
1: Sorry. The one with the wavy hair is the one that most people know. I don't know if she's white Spanish or light skinned black. I have no clue, but her, and she made another video talking about how, um, about how that's the way her man taught her what to do and she don't take no shit. And it's like, okay, okay. When I was younger and I was like in my teens and my 20s and I would hear people talk reckless like that, like I used to love Tupac. I used to be like, yo, that's the shit. She's right, she's right. As I got older and now I'm an official taxpaying adult, I have been for a while, but... um, I sit back and I'm just like, when I hear people say, I don't give a shit, I do what I want. I'm just like, okay, it just exposes your lack of immaturity. Mm-hmm. And unless somebody is threatening your life or the life of your kids or your loved ones, it's just yeah. like, right, bro, do your thing. So I'm glad that she was arrested. I'm glad that she was banned from Uber. But yo, there was like three videos like this and people like this, they need to be banned from all these apps. Uber, Skip the Dishes, If it's Canada, DoorDash as well. Lyft.
0: Lyft is also another feature.
1: Because these these people... Listen, especially during a pandemic where these apps have become more crucial than ever, especially the food ones, we need these people. There's apps for food, there's apps for travel, there's even apps if you want to move now. And if you're sitting there disrespecting the people who are doing this, it's like, bro, like... I've been in plenty Ubers. I've never had a bad Uber driver. I'm also a guy, so... But this Uber driver didn't seem like he was attacking her. He seemed like he just told you put the mask on and you decided to snap. And it it gets to a point where it's just like, you'll take these people off, man. Don't allow them to use these type of apps anymore. Put their name up there, they don't deserve it. Take them The off. type of
0: aggression that was shown in this video was insane. When you sent it to me, I at first was like, this cannot be, I'll be like, what? And yeah. he asked them to put on her mask because her mask is under her chin. And she's like, put it on. I, from what I saw, the other two females who were there with her had their masks on. Yep. So she Which has her under the from what I saw. And it's just like, and then he said, and then he like pulls the car over and he's like, put your mask on. But then when she doesn't, he's like, he cancels the ride and he's like, get out of my car.
1: Yeah, because she has just, a family to go hold to. Yeah, no, no like, that makes understand.
0: sense. But the level of aggression that literally she went from like being irate to just being completely abusive, I was like, what? And, and this is, and this is so the, by, thing, by the way, I just looked up. On, she's 24 years old and behaves like this. Like she's not, not like, sure. this is,
1: but this is the thing, if you go back on YouTube, this has been happening to Uber drivers for years. The difference yeah. was, back then, the Uber driver would put up with like, yo, there was a video where these guys, these guys came in the car and they tried to rob the Uber driver and they hit him with a gun in the head and he still was unconscious. And then like, mm-hmm. he luckily screamed at them enough for so they got out of the car and he had to drive off and they tried to shoot at him. Like, this has happened Uber drivers. I think the only difference is now the reason why Uber drivers ain't taking it no more is because of the pandemic. So if you step into my car without a mask, I have a family to go home to. I have, I probably have kids. This guy was an older man. Like, it's just like, I look they at shit. They have a right to refuse. Like, if
0: you're not going to follow rules and protocols, bro, you have the right to refuse service. This is how it is. And you have to get out. Listen, you can't force it Whatever to this girl,
1: that. whatever this woman has coming to her, let, let her have it, bro. And everyone that does this now, Uber needs to lock them off. And then all the other websites need to be in unison. And lock them off. You don't like the fact that we're able to get food Sent to us like me and you grew up in a time where this was well, there was always deliveries, but me and you grew up in a time where you could only get a delivery from like a pizza store,
0: yeah,
1: or maybe like a Chinese food store. Only certain stores had it, and there also used to be set times for delivery, bro. You could be delivery windows,
0: and you had to be within that window.
1: Most places you couldn't even get delivery. I remember when KFC got delivery for the first time, like you couldn't even get it most places. Now you can get delivery from everywhere. Every mama pop shop everywhere. So it's like, you know, don't don't ruin a good thing here, bro. Kick this lady off everything. Don't let her back on. Fuck this. That's all I I watched that shit and I was just pissed. I was like, I feel bad for the guy. This he is such disgusting behavior. My God.
0: Day.
1: Yeah, I was like, I'm done, man. I'm done.
0: Oh man. Yeah,
1: man. This was a long-ass episode. I don't even it know was. how long this is. I'm pretty there sure it's two lot. hours. It was a good conversation, we a to, though. We, had, we did. We had a lot to freaking get to. It was a long-ass episode. I'm dying for a drink. I can't wait to get a drink when this is done. But I'm glad to see that the individuals that leave comments under our video are finally realizing their own ignorance. I get that. Like We had the video, Uh, the British are coming. Where we were talking, where we were literally talking about black British actors getting into the American I was gonna say cinematic universe, but they're (laughs) they're coming to America. And people and and I even stated when we brought this up, I started off by saying, Yo, people have to realize that like America created Hollywood, America created the media. So I understand America looks at it as like, well, do it in your own country. You have to realize that like if you're doing television shows in your own country. you're you're making like 60 to 120 K like, and sometimes there's not even that much shows in your own country that even get approved because most countries just show American programming. So a lot of people are like, I can't even make a living out of this. I can't even compare it to what they want. I can't do this, this, this. Mm -hmm. So the goal really is if you are a musician, you want to get into America. If you are an athlete, depending on what sport it is, you want to get into America. If you act, you wanna get into America. So people people I don't think Americans are really gonna understand that. But at the end of the day, it's just like you can't shit on British people for just being good. And I know there was the whole conversation about, well, they're more educated and it's like again again yeah that's what we said right this assumption that british people are somehow more educated and more elite all because they have gone to some type of schools
0: not every yes, single british actor all, has had classical training. In
1: shakespeare and,
0: and a lot of and them actually haven't been. says
1: this and it goes on oh, almost all of them haven't so it's just like there's this notion right like you have denzel who did broadway who did this denzel has more training than daniel galua like but it's just like that's the concept right so And this whole entire world that, like, I guess it's the image that Americans have of Britain, right? So I understand that it is what it is. You can't change it, but
0: but I do like the fact that they're coming back and commenting once they realize what we're actually talking about. It's nice to see that they're like, "I had to revisit this." I like there
1: was there was a lot of xenophobia going on. I'm happy that people after we were able to come back and be like I think it, as you said it was after um it was after um, it was Daniel after won the award
0: yeah after and David Kalua won and John Boyega it. but after the two of them won because John Boyega won an award for uh this limited series that he was in that I unfortunately have not been able to see but apparently his performance was brilliant and then obviously uh David Kalua winning for uh yeah, Judas Lebach and- the Black Messiah
1: and now that same commenter came back, and said, I don't think it was the same commenter, but another commenter came and said, "Well, they said they had to revisit the podcast,
0: points. so I don't know if they yeah. commented originally then, or um, if they came back to it." I that think didn't it see it original was One meant.
1: person, one person agreed, and then the other person who already commented said they had to revisit it. So that was, yeah, it was. Okay. but I'm happy. I'm happy it's getting to get that point. And for all of our viewers, if you want us to. Um, if you have any questions you can definitely ask in the comments and we'll ask it on the next video just to put that going forward but i'm glad that, that got we like solved. it when you guys comment i like it
0: Actually. when you guys comment because i want to see what you guys think i also want it, your opinions i, I want to I, I we like having conversations that's the whole point of this
1: that's true that's true oh. we like having conversations but damn this episode how long is this episode
0: i think it's just over two hours
1: jesus
0: christ i know it's a long one okay. guys you know So if, oh if no, you guys no, are good, listening though. to this right now hopefully you guys like had a drink or a cup of tea or a snack <laughs> oh <my God.
1: laughs> because of how long this is. I have a full meal. I watch full meals when I eat, when I listen to my podcast. I work Yeah, this is like
0: the length of a movie right do. now. And it's just do us talking. Do,
1: man. Sometimes when I get long podcasts like this, I actually listen to it like over, like, like it's like two hours. It's like yeah, you eat, like it in parts? Yeah, I do that too. But All yeah, right. you guys will digest it. It will be good. And yeah, we have- Don't forget
0: topics, to man. comment. Like this video, share it, subscribe, which would be awesome. Obviously, follow us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And yeah, we will see you guys in the next one.
1: And depending on when this comes out, you guys might not hear from us for a while. We got a lot of episodes in the bank. We want to let them all go. And then we want to start fresh so you guys can get the topics at a reasonable time. So you guys might not hear from us for a while. So there you go. Thank
0: you guys for listening.
1: All right, guys. Bye. (音楽) Thank you.